Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The mysterious Gram Box from Morbeer brings you this Brewing Network Sunday session. See the Gram Box affordable control unit at morebeer.com. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops. You're, you're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. It's some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. Welcome to the session back in uh, not sunny Pacheco today. No, cloudy, stormy Pacheco. You know, I'm never happy to see winter, but uh, mm-hmm. this year I kind of am. I love it, man. It's kind of been hot and ball sweaty for a long time. And it really has. Yeah, but... I don't mind you, a little overcast today. Yeah, and then a week goes by and you're going to be wishing it was hot again. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Especially, especially in that westy, it's always cold, isn't it, in the wintertime? Yeah, there's no heat in a Volkswagen. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Even in the summertime, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's trying to heat a cave, big cavern. We should have doesn't work. We should have built the studio in there. We stopped complaining about the heat. <laughs> Mobile studio. Yeah, should hook him up with a little portable heater. Tasty. He's got one that he has heater. when he goes camping. His tent is like 120 degrees. <laughs> wow. Go in there. Casey doesn't dick around when he's camping. Oh, you could no. dick around in there with that heat, yeah. Hey, speaking cool. of camping, uh, we just got ourselves spots to the SoCal Homebrew Fest Yeah, we're again, booked right? into that. Yes, yeah. we had a, such a great time last year. We're going again this year. So we're committed. Yeah. Nice. Great. That's a good fest. Yeah, it is. I'm bringing the Westie this time. <laughs> Sweet. Assuming it still runs by then. <laughs> you never know with those well, it's things. it's downhill you know? that way. Yeah. Nope. It is. I can get there. I just can't get home, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll tow it. So I've been trying this uh, this surfing. Oh, yeah. you, ever, you heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the internet? Have, have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Is that where you start yeah. out with a board and end up on a body? Like, yeah. Like this body surfing? Yeah. The surfing thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, clearly, I'm the worst. I, I am uh, of everybody in this room. 
Tasty included. <laughs> I am the last person you would think should be surfing. I, I would agree oh, with yeah. that. Knowing, giving your history of uh, awful back pains. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of back work. Yeah, or, but just, I, or just awkwardness. Right, that too. My, <laughs> my lack of coordination as well. But I like it so much that I can't stay away. So I jumped in the water again yesterday, and mm. today, your balls off. today I can barely walk. <laughs> right. I'm such a dumbass. He needs his retard chair today. And I, I do. I've been in this chair all day. I slept on a floor last night, what? too. Really? Well, I passed out there. Oh, you fell down and just... But that actually helps the back. You'd be surprised what a floor can do. The back. But then, yeah. yeah. Well, because I did the surfing. Right. Hurt the back. No smoking the pot. Now, when I say surfing... <laughs> you mean you were in the loose, water. The loose term. Yeah. In the way. I haven't stood up on that goddamn board yet. I've been out there four fucking times. <laughs> and uh, I, that's not true. I have stood up once. Right, then, bef- right before I did a header into, <laughs> the, immediately over, yeah. into yeah. the ocean floor. Right. <laughs> and also, up here in the bay, I don't know if you know this, but it's known as the Red Triangle. Yeah. Yes. What? Like menstruating women go. I knew you. I was just. I just stopped and waited for you to do that, JP. (laughs) Can read your mind. Well, you know, (laughs) the red because of the sharks. Right now, lest you think it's just a myth, I'm walking down the beach yesterday. There's a dead shark on the beach. <laughs> right there on the beach. Wow. That's well, the kind of dead. shark you want to see. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's see on the decency to haul, haul the surfer away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you kick it just for good measure? There was a dog ripping its head off at the moment I was walking by, so I didn't get to kick it. But, you know, you don't need that reminder laying no. right there on the beach. Not those teeth looking at you. No. Is it as you're walking to the water or from the water? Two. Oh, see, that's an omen. You should have turned around and gone yeah, to the bar. Yeah, yeah. So that's most of the good. time, you don't think about it out there, right? Because you're busy and you're trying, and I'm real bad, so I'm really working hard to catch a wave all the time. But I eventually, after you're there for a little while and you're kind of sitting there waiting, you start to think about it. Yeah, that's when you when it starts to get calm in between sets and you're looking around. And it's like, and you start to think time about time. how much you must look like a seal from underneath, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're with, your, with your arms. Your little white feet in the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're waiting for the you know, chunk Like a nice worm. As I am. I, so at some points, I'm just waiting for, like, the abrupt jerking motion. And, you know, my girlfriend's like, uh, well, you know, there are, you can do things. You can, if you poke them in the eye if you yeah, get attacked. That was her big thing. <laughs> Thinking if it gets to that point, you're kissing the shark. Yeah, you're done, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm poke anybody in the eye. What's well, you, you have half of your innards left, no, and the, yeah. the rest are falling out. But you know, yeah, it's I'm, good to know, and it'll make it let go of your torso. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and JP said, "Well, but then what's the point? You got to be carried around on a platter for the rest of your life. <laughs> You've lost your torso yeah. by that time." Yeah. 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 You know. I got that wheelchair out in the back, right? But I love it. Uh, it's I don't know why. And I'm really awful. And now I'm not talking about beginner awful because people keep saying, "No, well, you just got to keep keep at it." Right? No, I'm really really <laughs> bad. But it's so fun. I can't. Uh, Have I'm, you had the weird like seaweed brush against your foot and you kind of freak out a little yeah, bit? Yes, piece of that's dip. always creepy. Yeah. I don't understand how you're having fun when you're just belly down on a board paddling. Oh, you sit for a while. Well, and sometimes I'm cartwheeling through the water too. Yeah. When I, you know, when I get attacked well, by that? the wave, that's where the real rush is. You don't know which way's up yet. Hey, and what's the deal with the size of the surfboard? It's the size of your Westie. Why is it? Yeah, you got a longboard. Does that give you a better deal? Well, so a friend, it is supposed to be easier on a longboard. But the friend who gave me a couple lessons, um, he gave me his longboard so that I didn't, because you don't want to go, surfboards are pretty expensive. And I'm not going to go buying a bunch of equipment before I realize I like it or can't do it or whatever. Mm. So he gave me his, his longboard. 
This thing, though, is like a true old school longboard. I think it's like 11 feet. It's huge. So I actually rented yesterday because I I was I didn't I wasn't in my Westie, so I, you can't foam, fit that thing. So foam I, board. An epo- no, I didn't get the foam board. I got a, a regular surfboard. They make epoxy boards now. Yeah. So you, so that they're not all fiberglass anymore. And it was lighter and easier for me to paddle around on. But I did a lot more nose dives in it because I guess with the long board, you're supposed to be able to, to ride easier. The, the, the board does all the work. You just have to... Just get it going the right Their direction. weight spread out a little more, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. So with the, with the one I rented yesterday, it was like a 9.5. And <laughs> oh, you stepped down a little. <laughs> yeah, but it was still too short for me, I think, because I kept nose diving into jump, the... Jump on the back. I more. was. My feet are hanging off the back. No, I'm no, it's where you jump up onto. Oh. And I haven't gotten that far yeah, yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. still on my jump belly. <laughs> Yesterday I was so awful that I couldn't even I couldn't even catch a wave. I literally I just sat out there they just rolled by me all fucking day. <laughs> Felt like such a dope. He's bobbing and up and down in the water. And there's like fifty surfers out there. Every one of them's catching a wave. Even the little even the six year old girl was out there for her first day surfing circles around me. Oh, you mean like this? I was just bait all day. Yeah. That's all I was. Oh. You were bad. I didn't Where, know you really getting, you go? getting it, no. I went to Bellinas. It's supposed to be the best place to learn in the Bay Area because they have these real long rolling waves. Yeah, that's where all the sharks are. Right, especially because you got to paddle way out to where they break. We're not, we're not talking about a shore yeah. break here. We're, yeah, they, that's where a lot of the, sharks. Well, that's because all the seals are. Right, and, and the sharks wait right out there on the lagoon for the seals to come out and they munch on. Right, and and you can surf right at the mouth of the lagoon. Yeah, I know. I wasn't there. I went over to where the retards were at the other side of the beach. Okay. And couldn't catch a wave. You you didn't have any, um, you didn't skateboard as a kid, you don't snowboard, no other... I did skateboard. You did. You I weren't was very also, good at I it. was not very good at that. Shocking. No, I'm awful at it. I was, uh, but well, I don't snowboard. you tall and kind of lanky, like... And stupid. Well, there's that, but I was going to be nice today. But really handsome. So much for that. Alonzo's on the phone with a brewing question. Again? Alonzo, what's happening? Right. Right. Too early for Drunk of the Week. What do you got, Alonzo? Oh, sorry, I didn't know I was on the air. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. What's your question? <laughs> uh, all right, so um, it's uh, pretty goddamn cold, uh, you know, getting here in Vermont What's these days. What? Nothing. <laughs> so the water really wasn't even that cold <laughs> right. out in Bolinas. Like when you have a, a wetsuit on, do you have a do you do you own a wetsuit? I now own a wetsuit. Okay, so I was going to say you can borrow, borrow mine. I got the gloves and everything. Well, you guys know me. I could not it? rent a wetsuit. Someone's yeah. balls were in it and yeah. the germs and the... And so, I saw how they clean them at the place I rented no, from. No, they just rinse it out. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So I bought, a, I bought a one with it had never had balls in it before. Good. <laughs> it, it's salt water. Nothing cuts nut cheese like salt water. <laughs> well, I don't... Gross. So now I have my yeah. own. It's the ass you're worried about. Yeah. The, yeah, and there's the ass. That's true. That's true. Somebody's farted in there. Alonzo, go ahead. What's your question? All right. Well, Justin's failure at serving is very interesting, but I have an actual brewing question. All right. Go ahead. Okay. <sighs> Too soon. <laughs> so uh, it, it's, getting, it's getting very cold out here, and I'm wondering, uh, this is a question specifically at Doc, because I know Doc is a master lager brewer. Okay. So I'm wondering if he... If he has any uh, special considerations when repitching lager yeast, and whether or not he actually even does repitch his lager yeast. All right. Uh, generally, I don't know. 
Um, All right. Great call. Yeah, Thank great. you, Alonso. Appreciate um, it. You can. And the other uh, callers. Yeah. Are you going to pitch right on top of the the old one? Like, empty the carboy and pitch right on top of it? I don't think I can take this. Uh, sorry, it's a little hard to understand that. But what I was play- pretty much planning on doing was uh, getting a starter going, a stir plate, and then pitching that in, and then basically t- uh, bottom cropping, and then re-pitching that onto another uh, logger. Yeah, you can do it. Shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Just do it right away. You don't want to store it too long. Yeah, totally. There you go. But, All right. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not. I'm not done. I'm not done. But <laughs> of course you're not uh, done. No. This wasn't a two part question. It's long winded, Alonzo. You tell stories like a woman. So I was going hey, to make hey, a starter hey, in a flask hey, on a stir plate, hey, and then I was going to pitch it in, hey. and then bottom crop, and then. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, 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 fuck you. But, um, so, but, uh, the question for, uh, Doc is basically generally you don't, though? No, I don't. I don't, I don't brew back to back that often, so. And you don't even pay attention. Here are the answers. So I don't, uh, do that too much. If, if I, pl- it's too much planning for me to do that, do it that right, way. Yeah, totally. So are like, you right. saying okay. that you don't or like you do? Well, the only time I will is if I, if I, uh, do two back to back, uh, Belgian. Beers and I'm gonna brew. I'm gonna brew a, a really heavy, strong, big beer. Second, I'll, I'll do it that way because I want a really big yeast pitch on that one. All right, thank you, Alonzo. I smell the brake smoking. We should really still thinking of part three. I fucking hope not. There we go. He's probably confused already. Didn't he get upset with us last week? Yeah, and the week before, I think. I guess he got over it. Uh, no, whatever. Sure Good job, Doc. That was. That's too early for beer questions. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks to our sponsor today, More Beer. Oh. Formerly known as the artist that employed JP. <laughs> That's true. Oh. That is true. Too soon. I'm still employed. What are you talking about? You are? Yeah, I still work there. No, nah, you're freelance. That's not employment. Well, I'm under contract. I see. Have you started uh, in your Facebook? Not yet, no. Did you buy the URL? No, no, not yet. Jip! Not yet. It's probably taken by now. Probably. In your Facebook productions. <laughs> Worldwide. All right, thanks to our sponsor, More Beer, bringing you the show uh, each and every week, including this week. And this week, we have a great show for you, a brewery that people have been asking us to get on for years, actually, Moscow. Yeah. So good job on this one. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking to Mark Wilson, the brewmaster at Abita Brewing from Abita Springs, Louisiana. Any Louisiana jokes in you, JP? No, I don't even know where that is. Is that up by Seattle? I think so. Okay. It's south, like Seattle. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right, so they'll be on in just a little while. And a couple of announcements for you today. Signed yeast books are in. If you haven't gotten yours yet, quit they bitching. Are. They're on the way. I don't want to hear about it anymore. They are on the way. Uh, JP did some shipping this week. He did. Because he I had nothing it. else to do. I shoved things in things and put them outside for things to happen. BC good. Maui has a surfing question for me. <laughs> the Surfing Network may help you. <laughs> Hi, this is Bill in Maui. What's up, Bill? Hi, How Bill. are you, brother? Hey, Bill. Good. I since we were talking about surfing, yeah. I had a four-part uh, question on cross-country <laughs> sea wax. Okay. I'm out here barging, <laughs> and I, I can't. <laughs> Who's the question specifically for? So you need like forty-five minutes of fill time? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Maui. <laughs> Anything so, else, Bill? No, I, I'll get back to the show in about a half hour. I'm out the shed. Bill, <laughs> can I come I, crash I it? Chip in. Can I come crash at your place and surf in uh, warm, non-sharky water? I've got four boards. You do? Too long, too short. Mm. And are you a surfer, Bill? 
Uh, my kids are better than me, but I like going out every now and then. Can you stand up on the board like surfers do? Yes, I can. Mm, that's good. That's good. He's, he's good. <laughs> Much better than you. <laughs> he is good. Notice guys. how he, he deflected and, the answer and, to the and, question and if some, you could stay there. I got there some boogie boards, too. I, I might be better boogie boarding, but then yeah. I feel like a failed retard. Let's go boogie boarding, again. dude. I got I, I got one. Again, yes. We'll be good. We can share. Do we ride it together? We could. <laughs> That'd be even better. Let's ride your longboard together. Yeah. <laughs> As if oh, I yeah. don't look bad enough out there. <laughs> I need you trucking along yeah, with me. That'd be great. You can ride on his shoulders <laughs> like Gidget. All right, thanks, Bill. I'm going to let you know when I'm coming, uh, in quotation, surfing. With you, so you can and, and, and bring your cross country skis. I'll do that as well. All right, thank you. All right, uh, what else do I have here? Yeah, yeast uh, books are in, and also uh, there's new T-shirts in the store, and I believe there will be that other show shirts uh, available uh, starting this week. Yes, photos have been taken of them. Yes, and they will be placed in the store this week. By um, I don't know if you've heard of the company in your Facebook <laughs> productions is now worldwide doing, limited now doing our store dot com yeah. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army. You can uh, send in as little as $2 a month, and it enters you into the More Beer Donation giveaway, which uh, I think we're supposed to have done for a couple weeks now, but we'll get to it. Yeah. We just stack them up when we're late. That's all. Yeah. So you, you don't get gypped. You just, you, there's more chances to win in one month. Eventually, we're going to give away 5% of the, of the ownership to the store. We are. It'll just tack on so much. Right. Uh, so do that, and it helps us, and uh, it's nice and things. Um, you can subscribe uh, to also our Twitter and our uh, Facebook, <laughs> uh, and uh, find out about all of these announcements. Uh, send your show ideas to Scott the Jew at scott at thebrewingnetwork dot com. That's S C O T T at symbol, and then the yeah, you get it. Do you type uh, out the word symbol or? I don't. I don't. Some people I heard do. Uh, send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com and, um, yeah, things and, and such. Chat. Uh, yes, sir. Do you have announcements? I today? do. Oh. All right. Let's do that. Chat's uh, announcements are brought to you today by, oh, White Labs. Oh. And Mike White has a baby now, by the way. I think we've announced right. that before. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes, go uh, join the White Labs customer club and feed Mike's baby. All right, go ahead. It should be a game. All right, AHA rally's coming up uh, November 6th at Maui Brewing Company. Uh, they also have an Oktoberfest going on on the 30th, so if you're in Maui, check them out. BC Maui, you can catch this uh, maybe after your sparge tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, club-only comps, November 1st is Strong Ales. Uh, Let's see. October uh, 15th through the 23rd, which is happening right now in Cleveland, is their beer week. You can go to uh, clevelandbeerweek.org for all the details there. Uh, this is a new one. October 22nd through the 24th, the Science of Beer is going to be taking place at the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry with Rogue Brewing Company. Uh, you can go to omsi.edu for all the details there. Basically, uh, sounds like you can camp out and learn about beer for a weekend. Educational. That sounds awesome. Uh, October 23rd. Uh, <laughs> new England Regional Homebrew Comp. You can go to bfd.org. That's uh, the Brew for Your Die Homebrew Club up there in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, also on the 23rd, the Final Gravity Craft Brewer's Strong Beer Comp in Atlanta, Georgia. You can go to finalgravitybrewing.com for all the details on that one. Uh, another one on the 23rd, Queen of Beers. You can go to haceclub.org for all the info on that one. And then November 6th is AHA Learn to Homebrew Day. You can get together with a couple friends, teach them how to homebrew. 
Uh, the World Homebrew Fest also taking place on the 6th in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. You can go to homebrewfest.eventbrite.com for details on that one. And then November 13th, the Land of the Muddy Waters Homebrew Competition. You can go to mugshomebrew.org. That's M-U-G-Z, homebrew.org for all the details on that one. Is that a homonym, JP? Um, yeah, it's where two, it's where the word spelled the same. This means it has two different meanings. No. Wrong. That's right. an antonym. Oh, it's an antonym. What's a homonym then? Well, they sound the same, but are spelled different. It's a gay word. And then, of course, <laughs> next Saturday, if you're in the Bay Area, the Craft Beer Festival taking place in Martinez. BayAreaCraftBeerFestival.com. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Just a few moments. We have the organizers in the room with us. In the room. Yeah. So in the house. Is that it? That's it. Thank you, Shat. Don't forget that Shat's announcements were brought to you today by Mike White's baby. <laughs> and uh, it's half Asian, you know, which means it's good looking. Ah. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. It's an automatic uh, good looking factor if half of you is Asian when you're a baby. Really? Yes. All of you could be, just as long as it's not all white. Yes. Uh, so go to whitelabs.com and uh, support Mike White's baby. 50% chance of driving bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. I think Mike White, did, and Mike White's a pretty bad driver himself. So That is true. This baby has a 100% chance of being a shitty driver. I know. I've seen him on the golf course. What? <laughs> All right. Let's do Doc's favorite part of the show. Please. The end? The end. Oh. <laughs> We're leaving. By the way, here, I'll do it this Oh, way. my God. You've got mail. Yeah. Feedback is brought to you today by Doc's birthday. That's right. I think it's tomorrow, right? Uh, or Friday. yesterday? Friday. It was Friday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Doc. <laughs> it's something. It's, it it's, happened. It's, it's this month. Yes. <laughs> yes, thanks. Uh, if you didn't know, Doc is uh, 41 yeah. Yeah. this year, and it uh, doesn't look a day over 42. Right. What'd you do for your birthday? Uh, went out to dinner with the wife on Friday night. Not, not, not too big, kind of low-key. Especially compared to last year. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Graham and I took my 14-year-old to Widespread Panic. Oh, nice. Last night. Did he uh, Did he get any secondhand? Uh, did he get a contact high? <laughs> no, but I, I had to explain. We were at the Burning Man thing the week before. Right. And so I explained what a pot smell was. And now he, now he knew. So we had a contest to see who could smell it first. First smell, got a buck. <laughs> That's and it's funny because right at the same time we just walked past this guy and, he's, and, and we both go, let's roll it! Right. <laughs> so When are you going to teach him how to spot a coke whore? <laughs> because that is a necessary skill at his age. Yeah, got to watch know, that. A couple years from now, they find out his dad's a doctor. Those coke whores are going to latch right onto him. Yeah, plus he, you know, he goes to a you know, expensive school. Yeah. You know, in an expensive neighborhood anyway. But uh, Oh, you know some of those moms. Are, he's going to go, oh, mommy, little Jimmy's mom's a cocoa, right? Yes. <laughs> I just got to, you know, show him some pictures. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, feedback uh, in addition to Doc's birthday is also brought to you today by Seven Bridges Cooperative. You can go to breworganic.com and order yourself up some organic homebrewing ingredients. And they are doing the judging of their uh, all-organic homebrew competition as we speak. Um, And we are going to be the first to announce it tonight on the show. Yes. Great. Uh, Well, they'll announce it there, and so we'll be the second announcement. Uh, Um, All right. right. But they won't be released to the public till uh, tomorrow. We have the national release of the information. There we go. There we go. All right. uh, What do I have in the feedback today? Um, Hmm... I just want to give uh, thanks and share my success story. This is from Tyson. Uh, I, rec- I recently entered my first homebrew competition this past September, the Pacific Brewers' Cup. 
I brewed the German Schwarz beer from Brewing Classic Styles and entered it into the dark lager category. That was a good choice. I, I would have done pale, but whatever. <clears throat> my goal was just to get some constructive feedback, and to my surprise, I won first place. Oh, we oh, scored a thirty-seven and a forty. How's that for feedback? Those yeah. are good numbers. Needless to say, I was very excited about it. Oh, thanks to Jamil and the Brewing Network. If it wasn't for all the great information found in the Forums Podcast, Palmer's book. Uh, this would not be possible. Thank you from Tyson. Uh, okay, JB wrote in. Oh. That you'll like this, Moscow. Uh, what's up, BNers? So I listen to the show via podcast, and just yesterday I heard the rap contest from a few weeks ago. Couldn't help but send in my own edition, uh, which I must say kicks all y'all's sorry asses. Fighting <laughs> fingers, anybody could do that, yeah. He says it's just the truth. Check it out. We'd love to hear it on the air. It's my first foray into rap, so forgive the poor quality. Well, wait a minute. Now, yeah, you can't be both. We didn't get to make excuses. You can't throw down like that and then say, oh, forgive the poor quality. I've yeah. never done it before. Well, we need it every, well, JP does all the time. Well, you know. You want to hear it? To his cats. Uh, well, yeah. No, not really, actually. I do. All right, let's do it. Play it Hail. Let's listen. I had to doctor it up a little bit. The audio really sucked. Should have played a D&D song, you know? See how much I fixed it? <laughs> yeah. Ruining that work. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's calling us out already. Hip-hop rap contest. Take two, bitches. Check it. Why does it sound like Moscow? So yeah, total noob. Never done this shit before. Totally psyched when that brewing kid arrived at my door. Made on my first batch, but I was fucking disgusted. Overcrushed my specialty grain, so the holes were all busted. To learn from my mistakes, my brain I had to educate. Found the brewing network. It was like my beer soulmate. Dropping knowledge, talking shit that was way over my head. But I pressed on remembering every word that was said. They got sick interviews with cats like Chris White. Never learned so much about yeast in my goddamn life. Now capping all these bottles is a pain in my ass. But when the judges take a sip, they think... Cut grass. That's right, motherfucker, cause my hops are cascade. Willamette and Navy Fuego, it's a bitterness parade. But don't forget about the malt, you know that six row barley. When I make my Roush beer, you know I smoke them like Molly. That's right, bitches, get it nice and roasted. When my friends have a few, they get nice and toasted. But I'm boasting, cut the shit, give credit where it's due. That's right, BN Army, I'm talking about you. Bringing the inspiration, motivation, determination. Hot damn, it's enough to spawn a BN nation. So keep doing what you're doing. Don't ever fucking stop when it comes to Casting y'all got that shit on lock for one thing. I must be saying to really speak my peace. Can't leave without relaying. Suck it, JP. Out. <laughs> there you go. I good. Of, I actually. agree with him. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. I think that's the song that we should play. That was actually really good. Yeah. And he has far too much time on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> He, maybe he also just left more beer. Maybe he did. I, don't know. I think we should have wait, a, a wait. listener competition. I think we'd yeah. be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Let's get some more yeah. uh, listener entries. We should make that song a real song and actually play it. He's oh, yeah, like the... Um, oh, he's in the chat room. He said it took him one hour drunk. Why? <laughs> he's lying. No. He's like the Eminem of the Brewing Network. <laughs> he is. I Without the pill addiction. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Here's another. Oh, uh, props about the uh, cigar show, Moscow. I don't want to read the whole thing, but uh, let's uh, see. Old news. Joe wrote in and said he enjoyed it. He listened to the show with Big Fat One out on the porch and uh, helped him enjoy the beer. Good. So, Great. Thanks, Joe. Uh, okay, what up uh, with my networks? Oh, where are they at? Uh, this is a uh, Four loco sighting. Uh, I agree Four loco is comedic gold. Uh, I, too, just had my first Four loco sighting in the wild. 
Uh, <laughs> I was in Seattle for a wedding a couple weeks ago, and my girlfriend and I stayed downtown. Uh, the night we got in, I walked her the couple of blocks from the hotel to her bachelorette party before I headed off to Pike's Place Brew Pub. As I was walking away from the club, I saw it. Could it be true? Yes, there in the darkness of the opening to the shop next door stood a kid who was pounding a four loco. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. I wanted. I was tempted to ask him if he was loco for them loco, <laughs> but decided it was better not to disturb the subject. Yes. <laughs> Could I, be in a violent drunken rage, yes. <laughs> I guess he wanted to get that dose of twice the asshole before heading to the club. The sighting was a good kickoff to my weekend. Keep up the good work from uh, Eric. So. I'm seeing them everywhere too, and I think it's because now we're aw- we've been made aware of them. Nonsense! It's because we are we, we are single handedly bringing Four Loco to the top of the consciousness. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. I did contact them for advertising. They haven't got back to me yet. That's too bad. Yeah. There's a recipe for how to homebrew one on our forum oh, right now. Have you seen that? Nice. Just, does it involve Kool Aid? Some guy posted it. It does. And, and Jolly Ranchers some... and, and and Mickey Big Mouth, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't there like universities banning this? Like, from oh yes. Yeah. Thank and... you. I have that uh, in the news. Uh, let's see. Ram- uh, Ramapo College has banned uh, for loco uh, after an alarming spike in student alcohol poisoning cases. Poison. <laughs> Ramapo College administrators are banning the alcoholic energy drink known as Four Loco. The ban comes after 16 students having been hospitalized with at least half a dozen involving the drink known by the nicknames Liquid Cocaine and Blackout in a Can. (laughs) Uh, Ramapo College President Pete Mercer says his administration is worried about the high alcohol drink's emergence on campuses. It's very dangerous, he says. Students who consume it uh, become intoxicated very quickly. And we know it's been banned at other colleges, so we didn't wait around for toxicology toxicology reports. We just banned it right away. Good for you, Pete. Why wait for the facts? So, right. Sounds like a little <laughs> more education on their part with the freshmen. Yeah, it's yeah. a sipper, not a chugger. You know? yeah. Just because it's in a can doesn't mean it's... Like- it concerns us that this product is on the market, um, et cetera, et cetera. Where's Ramapo? I would have just New made Jersey, my town screw a cop and just, you know... They're at the edge of knowledge. In no uncertain right. terms. It's not- in Mawa, New Jersey. Oh, Mawa. Not, okay. I'm I go not going to gonna lie. Four years ago, before my body started hating alcohol, yeah, or hating me after I drank alcohol, you would have liked it. I've been right up my alley. Literally. <laughs> what? Offensive. Well, but figuratively. All right. Yeah. So, Four Loco, back in the news. I do like that. We're not going to wait for the toxicology report. We're going to ban it now. Yeah. We're not going to wait to find out if this is legal. We're just going to... Right. How can you... Can you ban just a specific alcohol? Yeah, I guess. Why not? All they do is take it out of the dispensing machines. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the teacher's lounge. But you can probably still smoke on campus. Right. Yeah. They ought to hand it out for morning classes. You should. Those kids waking up. All that caffeine, yeah. Let me tell you, I attended a lot of morning classes that I wasn't really at. Oh. (laughs) But Four Loco would have helped. And a lot of shows, I'm sure. Uh, yes. Right, Steve just uh, wrote in. I was just listening to the brewery Sunday session in the archives, and at the end of the show, Justin was talking about the next time Patrick is is on. When is this going to happen? The beers coming out of that place are incredible. I'd uh, love to hear you guys have him back on for another session, uh, or even a series of Can You Brew It? There you go, Tasty. It's a recommendation for your Can You Brew It? Yeah, there you go. Uh, either way, the brewery's making some interesting beers. Love to know more about the process. Thanks for taking the time to read us from Steve. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind having Patrick or his... We should get Dougie up here. Dougie. Dougie. With yeah. his nutters all the time. <laughs> Come up here. Yeah, well, um, all the time. Moscow, uh, see when the brewery's coming up to the bay next. And uh, well, let's get him on the back of the show. Will do. Uh, g'day, Fuck Knuckles and Bevo. Hi. 
Now, is is fuck knuckles plural for all of us, or is just is just one of us? Well, we all have a bunch of knuckles. Well, well that depends. Knuckle, knuckle, if it was singular. Well, it could be like mm. you knuckles on your hand, right? Or it could be saying. that you have like man knuckle. Like, is that a homonym, JP? <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a pronoun. I see. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so what do you say? Been listening to you guys for a while. Finally decided to not be a tight arse sponge anymore. So I joined the BN Army. He's, oh. a, he's a private. Thank you. I Can love you the show. Monopoly money. <clears throat> love the antics. I listen. Uh, antics. I listen while while brewing every fortnight. <laughs> so that's like every Once a year? third hour, I think. He explains he that that a is rapper. a two week period for he those who don't speak rapper. real English. <laughs> he might be a rapper. Uh, <laughs> and he goes on to say, anywho. Oh God! Boy, talking to this guy must be Fortnite is nearly the same sentence. Yeah. Can you please call in? <laughs> Anywho, yeah. The other Fortnite, the dingo, <laughs> shot a dingo. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know, I got first place uh, for a Russian Imperial Stout at the Australian Capital Territories Annual Amateur Beer Competition. Nice. Uh, Anytime you have a country that has a Capital Territories contest. You're in a fucked up country. That uses Fortnite. Yes. Come on. Get a state. Which also means I get to enter it in the national competition held next oh, week. Good. Mm. You and the other four people way. in that nation. Uh, so thanks to Jamil, John, and the whole BN crew for helping me get more brew bling. Brew strong trans-Pacific brew blokes and chicks from Dan. P.S. In case you insular Yankee tards don't know what the ACT is, um, it's the Aussie equivalent of D.C., with its city of Canberra being our national capital. You get that, JP? That's all gibberish to me, literally. Yeah, so what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> all right, don't forget, feedback is brought to you today by Seven Bridges Cooperative. You can go to breworganic.com. <laughs> I'm sure they're real proud of that. And uh, what, a, what a wonderful feedback they brought to us today. We will find out the results of the uh, uh, organic homebrew competition. That uh, This year, you know, it was judged in like five different locations, I think. Hmm. I heard that. It wasn't just here in, in Santa Cruz. Hmm. So it was a big thing, big deal. And we'll be giving you the scoop when we come back. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take us to a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival. We have Matt and Leanne here to help us out with that. And we're going to find out all the information you need to know. It's coming up next Saturday or this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Depending on how you look at it. All right, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. My name is Olin Schultz and I'm president of More Beer. This month, More Beer wants you to meet the man behind the brand. I founded More Beer 15 years ago. Olin started brewing before the release of both Windows 3.1 and Bill Clinton. I've been homebrewing for 18 years. What makes starting the biggest brand in homebrewing great? My favorite thing about working at More Beer is the great energy of the staff. Everyone loves to talk about beer. Olin has put some of his favorite items on sale this month just for you. My favorite things to brew with right now at More Beer are the new breathable silicone carboy hood and easy way to seal your carboy without a lot of head pressure on your yeast. My multi-brown ale kit, our stainless steel quick disconnects, 
our line of heavy-duty kettles, and of course, the B3500 Brew Sculpture. The best gravity-fed brew sculpture with a footprint of just 2 by 3 feet. It can fit almost anywhere. Don't miss Olin's favorites. This month only, and only at More Beer. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months at the, to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska, in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. What's up, BN Army? Jake and Mike here from Brewing TV. Brewing TV is homebrew culture in video. Asking the big questions. Who and why? We leave the how to the tubby know-it-alls. Check us out at BrewingTV.com. The first webisode drops May 7th. Like Crosley's pants in a Louisiana jail cell. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network, saving your life, one beer at a time. 
All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We're going to be talking to Abita Brewing Company here in just a couple minutes, so stick with us for that. If you have questions, you can uh, always join Beavis in the chat room by hitting the chat now button. She's over there taking your questions. You can also call 888-401-BEER, and when Bevo decides to answer the phone, uh, you, she'll, she'll, she'll do that. and we'll Which get is to, not often. Yeah. Uh, you can also, don't forget, you can watch all of the excitement yeah. of the BN studio In over action. at uh, justin.tv slash brewing network. It's a lovely webcam that you can view and see things. Well, see most of us. Watch yeah. six people sit around a half circle <laughs> yes. all day. It's very exciting. Everybody's doing it. It's a semicircle. Yep. So check it out. All right. Right now, we're going to be talking about the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival. In the studio, we have Leanne and Matt Peterson. Uh, you you may know Matt a little better as a Beer Pal. That's me. How's it going, man? Good. Welcome Glad to, be to here. the studio, guys. Hello. Glad to have you. Thank you for having us. Now, Beer Pal's been around the BN for a long time. Uh, if you've not been a long-time listener, um, then You're lucky. You, you probably won't know him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but back in the beginning, uh, he got kicked off of nearly every beer forum in the world for us. It was wonderful. He's not that welcome now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you he been allowed here. back to any of the beer forums, Beer Pal? I have. You know what? It, no, I have not. <laughs> I think I'm, I wanted you wanted to kick you off my own beer forum at one point. I'm, I'm proud of my uh, rejection by some of these uh, dickwad. Uh, it shows you're pushing the envelope. Uh, yeah. Forums. Right. <laughs> beer I'll pal. kick him off a more beer forum right now. Give me a computer. I'll do it right now. Yeah. He did a lot of guerrilla marketing for us, and uh, it was great. So he's been a friend of the show for a long time, so it's good to see him. And uh, so what, and I've been helping you guys out with this a little bit, too. Uh, not very much. I've been gone quite a bit. But um, the Bay Area, the first ever Bay Area Craft uh, Beer Festival. Whose idea was this? Uh, it was, well, i I got to say it was my wife, Leanne's. Okay. Idea. After 21 years of marriage, I turned her into a beer fan. Beautiful. <clears throat> and her job as executive director of... Uh, the Martinez Main Street organization, which is a downtown business development organization. Um, part of her job entails uh, producing events that bring people downtown so they can, so they can, so the city can show off its downtown area. People go to the restaurants and shops. And, right. And uh, Leanne. I just came, found my new PR person. <laughs> yeah. He, may, he makes you sound wonderful. Yeah, after, he does. after dragging Leanne to many beer events and, um, festivals, she decided, hey, maybe we could, uh, do this as a fundraiser for, uh, Main Street Martinez, as well as uh, other organizations. So yeah. it's a pyramid scheme, huh? <laughs> I'm on to you now. Now, I think it's an awesome idea, and I'll tell you why. For those of you who, do, who aren't uh, familiar with the uh, greater Pacheco area, as I like to call it, uh, Martinez is right in our backyard. And in fact, we share a zip code with Martinez. Because we are not a real city here in Pacheco. Yeah, we're essentially yeah. South Martinez here. Yes, you should be the Pacheco PR person. And we don't have a, a, a post office in a Pacheco, but uh, but we do we do have our own territory and a casino. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, uh, being that Martinez is right there, and it's, it's I like to think of it as our sister city. <laughs> it really is. And uh, it really is. I have to say, Leanne, you beat me to the punch. I have wanted to do a, a beer festival here in Martinez for a long time. Well, I, you are. I'm just really With lazy. Us. Yes, which is perfect because I don't. I have to do nothing except talk about it a little bit. Uh, so I'm. I'm very happy that you're bringing a beer festival to our area. There used to be a couple of smaller beer festivals, and they've all gone away. Um, uh, there used to be a bar in in downtown Concord called the Depot, and it yes. was. Uh, I really got into craft beer at that bar. And anyhow, they used to hold a little beer festival right there in Toto Santos. 
And then uh, they sold the bar, and the, the beer festival went away entirely. So we haven't had a good uh, beer fest here in, in a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited that you guys are doing this now. I think I think the area is ripe for its own festival. I mean, there there are a lot of festivals in the greater Bay Area in general, but um, we have some right here within a, a five or ten mile radius. Some great craft breweries. Yeah, there are a lot of home brewers and a lot of beer fans here, and I think we can um, support a local. I mean, really local beer festival focusing on uh, craft beer from Northern California, primarily Northern California breweries. So where is the location exactly in Martinez? Want me to take it? Go ahead. It's at the Historic Cannery District. Okay. So literally right downtown. It is right downtown. It's right across the railroad tracks. If you take Ferry Street across the railroad tracks and go straight, you'll run right into it. So would that be considered the wrong side of the tracks? That's or the, the right side of the oh, tracks, the right at least side. on October 23rd. Right, okay. Good. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. For those who are familiar with the Martinez waterfront, it's it's actually just adjacent to the waterfront park. Right. The, it, across the yeah. tracks from the Amtrak station, but actually you would go into the waterfront park to access the area where the festival is going to be. At low tide, you would just follow the smell, <laughs> and uh, it'll take you right to the. Well, you you know you'll paddle in, Justin. I will be paddling in. That's true. I'm going to drop in at the Venetia Bridge, and I will be paddling in. That's right. No I don't need waves. I can't surf anyway. Right. So we'll just tow you on Matt's boat. <laughs> Perfect. So I like the air, and it's outdoor there, right? It, it is outdoor. Okay. It's actually well that we plan on it being outdoor, but in the event of inclement weather, mm-hmm. we are indoors because there are. <laughs> I know, that's a big word, JP. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I know inclement. What's weather mean? <laughs> right. we, we have access to a 49,000-square-foot warehouse, which is on the... I mean, we're, that's where the facility is. The, oh, perfect. The, the function will be... So we'll just move inside. Yes, right. exactly. Great. So. I like that. When we had our beer festival, uh, our backup plan was to say, oh, shit. We're fucked. Uh, I just lost <laughs> yeah, a lot so of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> that was our... that garbage bags as ponchos. We were fine. <laughs> we did. We bought a big roll of garbage bag. <laughs> and uh, so I like the backup plan. That's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, well, we're counting on, on, on nice weather next weekend, and uh, it'll be outdoors. Um, Great. Nice. On the uh, on the pavement, and uh, there's uh, yeah, it should be a and a good time and plenty of room. Now, here's the other cool thing about how you guys are doing it, and and I'm glad you're doing it this way because when I thought about doing a festival up here, what made me nervous about it is that aside from the locals that you're talking about, Matt, um, I thought it would be tough to get people out here, enough people to make it a big festival. Uh, that was always a concern of mine. How do I do that? And I think you've really solved this problem because it's right at the Amtrak station. Uh, you've got shuttles going from the BART station, so it's actually become a public transit uh, accessible event, Right. which there's not a lot of it's around right here. It's right out of the little hub. It's perfect yeah. the way you've done that. Uh, so no drunk driving required. No drunk driving required. Yes. And it's the North Concord BART station. Okay. So take the BART all the way to North Concord. Just sit down, relax. No one will hurt you. Chillax. Eat a magic cookie and take the BART to North Concord. And then there will be buses there with a person with a sign that says, Hey, you, beer man, go with us. Yes. You should have your bus out there. <laughs> That'll take all day, the, yeah. my Westie going back and forth. All right, get out and push. And you've also partnered with a downtown hotel if people want to get really uh, frisky, right? Yes, the... Uh John Muir Best Western Hotel has great rates for us for the weekend, or for that night anyway. $59 a night. Just wow. uh, go online, click on the link to the John Best John Muir Best Western Hotel, and the keyword is beer oh, to get that good rate. I can remember that. 
So go to uh, BayAreaCraftBeerFestival.com. You can actually get all this information right there. Uh, tickets are available for pre-sale. You can also buy tickets there. And you guys are doing a, a VIP session, too, uh, letting people in an hour early, right? Yeah, you pay the big bucks and you get in before the crowd. I like an that. An hour gotcha. early. Yeah. It's... Um, so you get, uh, I mean, the the festival, of course, is, as all good festivals are, unlimited sampling for the duration of the event. Okay. But with the VIP admission, you get in an hour early, and so you avoid the lines. And uh, and you get to meet the brewcasters. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, we will. Well, we'll do a meet and greet for that hour, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we, that's worth the extra money right there. It's the only way I could get Leanne to let us into the VIP <laughs> session, was to, was to promise to set up our booth. So, Yeah. So we will also be there. Yeah, you can come hang out with us. And we will be set up there for the whole festival and doing whatever it is that we do. I, will. I usually figure that out on the day of the event. Great. And then let you guys know about midway through. Right. <laughs> what kind of parts you could find. Yeah. And that's what we'll be doing there. And I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, the list of breweries is still coming in and still being confirmed. I'm going to be working on that with Leanne a little bit this week also. But it's already pretty rad. It is. We've got – there's 21 confirmed breweries um, and I have the list in front of me in case anybody's interested yeah, in hearing. Yeah, let us let's hear those real quickly. It's uh, Bud, Bud Light, Coors, <laughs> Coors Light. That's just one brewery. No, no way, man! It's, it's PBR, nothing but the best. Yes, yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, we've got PBR uh, in alphabetical order: Twenty First Amendment, Third Street Ale Works, Ale Industries, Bear Republic, Black Diamond, Blue Frog, EJ Fair, Firestone Walker, Gordon Biersch, Grand Teton, which is our furthest ranging participant. Good there in. Uh, uh, Wyoming, I think. Good beer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hoppy Brewing, Iron Springs, Lagunitas, Lost Coast, Marin, Russian River, Sierra Nevada, Speakeasy, Stone, Trumer Brewery, Two River Ciders, and Uncommon Brewing. Nice list. And that's that's uh, an alphabetical so too. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't even notice. We're, that. we're nothing if if not organized, but. I didn't hear uh, Four Loco on that list. Yeah. <laughs> Four Loco's not for- We're they, working on them. Oh, okay. They haven't confirmed once, yet. Once, once they realize we're hooked up with the Brewing Network, they'll, they'll, they'll be here. Oh, yeah. For sure. They should send out the Four Loco Girls. <laughs> oh, we Can you imagine the ghetto girls. mess that the Four Loco Girls would be? I know. I like it, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we need white walls on your bus. <laughs> slam yeah. that thing. Doc, you know how to slam a V-dub? Yeah. All right. Let's get on it. Four loco mobile. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great list of breweries, and we're working on a few more this week. So yeah, no, absolutely. We we expect. Well, we know um, that we'll be even if we're working with uh, a distributor. So there are some beers that the breweries can't provide personnel to come and pers- uh, come right. pour. Um, but we will have other beers on tap as well. And Beautiful. Those are TBA. Okay. So. And there's also food and live music. There are three great bands playing the whole time, um, and there'll be a big stage, and it's awesome. Is this uh, 21 and over? Absolutely 21 and over. Okay. So, I mean, if, you, if you show up with a baby in a, you know, in a backpack or yeah, in a little papoose book. thing or whatever, we're not going to turn you away. But don't bring – in fact, I already had one of my buddies said, hey, man, my, my kid's turning 19 on the 23rd. Can you – are you going to be working the door so I can sneak them in? What? Yeah, this you is a lifelong thread. I, these I had to tell them no, man. Yeah. Bring them to the third annual. Oh, yeah, not, yeah. Crafter, <laughs> not the first and last. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, get us in trouble right off the get go. Yeah. Just get him an ID. So yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't have somebody one for that. Twenty-one and only. Absolutely, strictly enforced. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to have three great bands: um, uh, Garage Land Rodeo, which is a Martinez band, um, cover, cover to cover. cover. Which is a sort of uh, 
uh, 80s cover band. Okay. They're a lot of fun, real high energy. And then closing the show are the Unauthorized Rolling Stones, which is a great Rolling Stones tribute band. Nice. What about the Trophy Fire? Or no. Cold Hot Crash. No one likes those dicks. No. Yeah. Does the uh, does the Rolling Stones guy uh, dance around like a freak? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, does the whole thing? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Does his guitarist hate him? Like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and the yeah the guitar player he'll be rigging up you know and, and <laughs> yeah and he, he's also like the Walking Dead I yeah. hope you got the transfusion like a real band skeleton. parked over close. What's, yeah. what's the difference between a tribute band and a cover band? Uh, a cover band can play so- uh, songs from any artist. Uh, a tribute band is uh, dedicated to one artist. Well, not only that, but typically they will try dress. to emulate, emulate dress right. the band as close as possible. Which, right. uh, by the way, uh, whether they uh, hit the mark or fail is very, very fun to watch. <laughs> Either one. It does, I, I will go see tribute better. bands anytime the because feels, yeah, the feels better. it's a win-win. You can't really can't go wrong. <laughs> I saw the uh, there's a, uh, a U2 tribute band that plays around the bay. Yeah, and, uh, they've been playing for for a while. I What's finally got to see them. Us too. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about us? Uh, Zoo Station, I think they're called. Oh. And the singer, they all dress like it, and uh, the singer kind of does the the Bono moves and the glasses. The he, glasses. Uh, you know, uh, he misses a little, but it's pretty funny still to to watch. I think I saw them at Bruise on the Bay. That's where they. I saw them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the lead singer is rocking a fake uh, accent. Yes, he, they are. They are a very <laughs> band, terrible. and he gets. Uh, yeah, he definitely. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to. The, yeah, he does that. Sounds like that. Just like that. Wow. Uh, I, that I don't like about the uh, the tribute bands. I think um, yeah, like you come out of character to do too. that, right? In, in between songs, yeah. go ahead and use your regular. Right. I don't know. You, don't have, you know, use the Queen's English. I don't know. You're dedicated to it. Oh, what was that? Yeah. Was that Mark Wahlberg movie where he was in a tribute band? Uh, oh, rock star. Oh, yeah, rock star. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's that lets you know the ins and outs of a tribute band, right there. <laughs> and, you know, as opposed to the movie where he wore the prosthetic penis for yes. it to play a porn star. Yes, yeah. I think that's every movie. He just—it's <laughs> in his writer now. He has to wear that. It should be in mine. It's the same one. Wait, that—that yeah. that was fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to get SJP, to our guests. We're running way behind. Uh, so thank you, Mark and Leanne, for coming in. I appreciate it. Go to BayAreaCraftBeerFestival dot com. Their tickets available right now. You can buy tickets at the door too. But I would suggest missing the line and uh, buying them now online. Yeah, let me let me throw out the prices real quick. Yeah. Uh, the VIP uh, early admission is um, fifty dollars. Fifty. Fifty dollars. Um, and the uh, regular admission is thirty five. Forty five at the door. The VIP tickets will not be available at the door. Okay. They need to, so you can go to our website and purchase the stuff online. Cool. And um, do it uh, now. Yeah, do it now. Um, in case of a sellout. And. Yes. Uh, Great. Absolutely. It's going to be a great time. And, um, Justin, we, uh, by the way, it's Matt, not Mark. I, I didn't say Mark, <laughs> yes, did I? Yes, you did. I, I said Matt that. the first time. Yeah, you got it right the first time. Oh. I don't but pay anyway, attention. Whatever. We appreciate your, uh, <laughs> absolutely appreciate your sponsorship. And, hey, no uh, problem. We do. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks you you didn't give him money, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I would get the name right if I was paid. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom and Nancy. Thanks for coming, in, guys. And, uh, thanks very much. Uh, support this festival. I love it. Please come out, and uh, we need a little beer scene out here in our in our yeah. neighborhood. So I'm excited about go, it. Go go to our website, BarryCraftBeerFestival.com, or you can find us on Facebook as well Where? for all pertinent information. Barry. There you go. It's a berry festival. Yes. All right. Now we have Mark Wilson, uh, who is the uh, brewmaster at Abita Brewing Company, on the line. Mark, are you with us? Yeah. Hey, Mark. Sorry to keep you waiting. We had uh, some business to do. Business. No problem. So, Be 
But thanks for being with us. Uh, I have to tell you, our listeners have been requesting we contact you for some years now, and we finally got around to doing it. So, uh, well, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you've got a lot of you got a lot of big fans, man. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. And the, one of the coolest things, let me answer this for the listeners right now, because this is the first question that always comes in. Abita is available in something like 41 states. It's crazy. You can yeah. get their beer all over the place. So listeners who always ask, hey, we, we want to try your guest beers, uh, this is one you can go find and, and try the beer. And uh, we have three of your beers with us today, Mark. So Great. Which ones do you have? Scott, what do we have? We're rocking the, uh, the Turbo Dog, the Purple Haze, and the Amber Ale. Okay, and the amber is uh, is actually a lager. Oh, lager. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to go with your staples. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Great. Now, where are you guys located? Exactly. Uh, we're located in, in Abita Springs, Louisiana, which is 40 miles north of New Orleans. Okay. And I kind of had, I was talking to my crew here uh, before the show. By the way, you got a lot of people in this room, Mark, just so you know. You're, you're not hearing voices in your head. Um, okay. Maybe you are. JP will be asking you questions over there. Uh, we have Scott. He'll be asking questions. We have Tasty. We have Doc. So just so you know, and I'm Justin. We'll be asking you questions all night. Um, okay, no problem. But, of course, one of the things you know that, that comes up right away when, when people talk about Abita, and you just mentioned it with your location, is, um, is New Orleans. And, uh, of course, Katrina and how that's affected the region and, and the region rebuilding. And now, of course, uh, with the recent oil spill, it's uh, affected you guys once again. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about the brewery history, kind of pre-Katrina, and then take us through it? Okay, well, uh, we're, we're one of the oldest craft breweries in the U.S. We were founded in, in 1986, and, um, and at that time we only distributed in southeast Louisiana, and we just had the amber, uh, was the only beer. And we've just grown from there, and um, actually pre-Katrina, uh, I would say in 2004, we produced 45,000 barrels, and in 2005, uh, we really started to grow, and that was leading up to Katrina, and we're up about 20%, and, um, and then we've continued to grow uh, since then uh, at about anywhere from, from 10 to 20% per year wow. uh, since, since 2005, and uh, this year we're going to produce between 105 and 110,000 barrels, wow. That's and, um, and really we've done a lot of growth um, uh, since 2005, in in that year we had five year-round beers and then five seasonal beers, um, and one beer that was available only on draft. And this year we'll have 19 beers. Wow! Uh, that are going to be available uh, at different times of the year. So I'm surprised to hear that you kept growing after Katrina. Uh, was your brewery itself uh, physically affected? Slightly. Okay. Um, uh, we, we, we're, we're north of Lake Pontchartrain, and, and the lake is what caused most of the flooding. Okay. Uh, so we didn't have any flooding over here, um, but we did have wind damage because the hurricane still came through. But it was it was it was relatively minor, and uh, the only uh, significant damage uh, that we had is we had to to uh, dump uh, a thousand barrels of beer that was in fermentation during that time because we lost power and uh, didn't have any any backup. Uh, so any beer that was in fermentation uh, uh, was not going to be saleable. So we had to had to dump that. But we were back producing beer uh, two weeks after after the storm. Wow. 
I'm guessing mm-hmm. that you now have backup power for your brewery. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. We have a we have a generator, but um, uh, at the time, I mean, when you when you deal with a, a catastrophe that large, um, you know, you can have a generator, but if the gas line leading to it has been ruptured, maybe 15 miles down the road, that's oh. really not going to going to offer a whole lot. Right. Um, so. Uh, but it's definitely since we're we're so much bigger. At, at that time, our, our cellar capacity was only four thousand barrels, and um, uh, by the end of this year, our cellar capacity is going to be closer to twelve thousand barrels. So it's a lot more product that we have to uh, to be wary of. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you tell us a little bit about the craft beer scene in Louisiana in your region, and you know, even before uh, uh, Katrina and up till now, is it? Is it thriving? Is there a lot of craft beer, uh, or are you still growing? What's the situation there? It's definitely growing. Um, it really is. I mean, we're we're definitely the dominant player in our market, and um, in the in the greater New Orleans area, uh, we have almost twenty percent of the draft beer market is is a Vita product. And um, wow, the other the other thing is that the really in the last few years, you've seen with. Um, uh, with Anheuser Busch, with their distributors taking more craft beers and craft beers uh, nationwide uh, taking off so much, we we have seen in the last three or four years uh, a huge influx of of beers um, coming into Louisiana, and I think that the the whole Southeast has kind of lagged behind um, the uh, the the rest of the country in the craft beer scene, and mainly that's because of the laws that were in place. And you know, for forever up until the '90s and 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 this decade, with regards to having a brewery and distribution and alcohol contents, and um, so if you couldn't have a brewery in in states like Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia, then you weren't going to have beers that were going to be distributed throughout these uh, throughout these states either, because most of the other uh, craft beers are. are in the west or northeast or midwest right and they're just not going and really louisiana's always had uh very open uh distribution policies but if you're trucking beer in and you can't uh, bring beer to texas or to mississippi alabama tennessee arkansas all the border states no one's going to say well we're just going to send a truck to louisiana or to really to southeast louisiana and new orleans and and baton rouge area um so for a long time we just didn't uh, get a whole lot of craft beers, uh, other than the big players like Anchor and and uh, and Sierra Nevada. Wow. Um, so, so in, in in the last couple of years, we've seen a, a large influx of beers in Louisiana and the Southeast. So, when you started, then uh, I, I'm assuming that most of your uh, customers had no idea what craft beer was. By the way, you describe it. Yeah. I mean, well, the uh, uh, the market was a little different, and. Um, uh, for instance, our beers are, are are not very similar to a lot of other craft beers in, in that we make mostly lager beers, okay. and uh, we accentuate the malt and um, and our water, and also we want our beers to, our, our brewery was founded, and we want our beers to pair well with the, the culture and the cuisine of, of Southeast Louisiana. So we've, we've made our beers to pair with those types of food, and, and also the climate down here. Um, and uh, so uh, the the beers that we make are, are are a little bit different than and what people think of craft beer here is a little bit different than than what you'd find, uh, especially on the west coast with with all the uh, uh, highly hopped beers. Right. 
Uh, so are you making any beers like that? Do you have any uh, big IPAs now? Yeah, we, we do have an IPA that we came out with in, in 07 okay. uh, called Giacomo IPA. Um, and uh, But it, it still is, is more of a, uh, it's 6.5% alcohol, uh, but it's about 15 to uh, love a bond, so it's got a really good malt, malt flavor as well as uh, a pretty bold hop flavor and aroma. Okay. And uh, and then the restoration pale ale that we made as a fundraiser after Katrina is also a, a pale ale. Okay. Now, of a lot of the guests that we've had on here, most of them don't distribute quite as widely as you do. Was that a decision made early on so that you guys could could grow and sell enough beer? It was, and then also uh, we've been around since 1986, and, yeah. uh, and, and uh, like what I was talking about earlier is there were, were not, we couldn't, distri- we didn't distribute in all the states that surrounded our area, and we were able just to, at that time, you know, sell a little bit, and, and it just branched out the farther, you know, if you go into one state and say, well, why don't we just truck into the next state? And we would do a distributor agreement, say we're in South Carolina. Well, why don't we just go to North Carolina and then why don't we go to Virginia? Right. And, um, and then uh, also, you know, you know, you want to be in California because of, you know, the, the population. And then also you want to be in the big states because that's where, you know, that's where everybody lives. Got it. Yeah. That's where the population is. Um, and then now with, with distribution, um, and when you're trying to be in these large chains and, um, you know, the Costco's of the world and, um, and things like that, you have to, to have distribution in the majority of their states. Otherwise, they're not going to carry your beer. Okay. Uh, right. Go ahead, JP. Uh, this is, oh, is it, tasty, um, sorry. Yeah, Mark, this is tasty. Um, you know, just based on your lineup here and, and, and drinking your amber, uh, your amber lager here, it uh, looks like you know you're providing like the bridge beers uh, to get the uh, not so crafty uh, beer drinkers over to to our side. Is that the case? That's not that's not how it was it was meant to be. Uh-huh. I think some people some people view it that way, mm-hmm. and, and that's fine if that's how they view it. But uh, you know, amber lagers are just a great complement to uh, uh, to spicy foods. Oh, I can think of, yeah, it, a lot of food. It, yeah. it goes wonderfully with with. Uh, you know, Creole and Cajun style foods that you that you find out here are Mexican foods. Same with Mexican foods, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're drinking your amber lager, and I uh, I like yeah, this. Very drinkable. Yeah. I'm a lager fan. I, I I can speak for Doc when I say that too. I know he's a lager fan also. Yes, so definitely. Uh, I like. I always like to try if if I see a bunch of taps on any of our local bars, and there's a craft beer lager, uh, I'll go mm-hmm. for it almost every time. Pretty much for the reason you said, Mark, because. Um, they're just not out here uh, as much. There's so many more ales in our in our region that I almost go for a craft lager every time. Uh, yeah, that's uh, you know we we hope we can fit that niche. So you said that you like to accentuate the malt in your lagers, which I think you've done here. Can you tell us a little bit about the malt profile of this uh, Abita Amber? Okay, I mean it's it's a, a really simple beer. It's a uh, it's a Vienna style uh, uh, amber lager. And it's just a combination of, of uh, Pilsner and Pale Malts and, uh, and Caramel Malt. And it's, it's got a heavy dose of, of dark caramel malt that gives it the, the, the sweetness uh, okay. that you can get from there. Yeah, there's a and, lot of sweetness uh, in there. Yeah, and, it, and, it's, and it's relative. We just use German hops in it, and um, uh, the BU is, is low. It's, it's only uh, 17 BUs. Okay. How about the yeast strain? Is it something we can get as home brewers, or is that proprietary? It's proprietary, but it's based on a on a Vine Steffen style. Okay, it's got uh, 
almost a Burton kind of sharpness to it. I, I like it. It's a clean kind of a minerally kind of sharpness to it. I, yeah, the uh, the the water uh, that we have here in Abita Springs is known uh, for its water. We have natural uh, artesian water, and we just use it straight from the ground. All we do is filter it. It's not chemically or or altered in any way, and it's very soft. It's very similar to the uh, the water in Pilsen, hmm. and so it, it it really lends itself to making lagers. And when you use the water that we do. Um, uh, it, it gives a much softer feel, and uh, so it, it adds to the drinkability and the smoothness of, of the flavor. What's the percentage of the ish of the dark malt that you see? Because you said you add a lot, but it's not as dark amber as I would have thought. Yeah, it's uh, it's about ten percent. Okay, uh, dark caramel malt. Mm-hmm. You can certainly taste it, but yeah. uh, I, like just it adds less color yes. than I would have expected. Yeah, it tastes yeah, great. It, it's, yeah, there's no. We don't use any roasted malt. It's it's all caramel, okay. uh, uh, caramel malt. And what are the German they, hops that you use? Uh, we use pearly. Okay, all the way through, just a single hop. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, I like it. It's it's you know you say it. It's simple and it and it tastes simple, but not. I don't mean dull. I, I just think it's clean and nice and refreshing. I can see how it goes well with food. I can see why you're in 41 states. <laughs> yeah, it tastes good in all those. Yeah. <laughs> it's distinctive, though. Is it the the malt that I'm tasting? Because it, it's it's got a nose on it, and it doesn't taste like lagers I've had before. Like it's it's I don't know. Tastes distinctive to me. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? Yeah. What's it? I don't know that I asked a question. Right? <laughs> I, I, I guess I I'm just wondering about the malt. And I think if it's that's the malt what I'm that's picking up on. Okay. Yeah, because it's a clean lager yeast, right? So we're not getting a lot from that. Um, from what I know of Perlay, it's a pretty clean hop as well. Yeah. So I think it's yeah, it's really accentuating the malt. It's about the malt. Yeah. Wow. All right, Mark. I got to take a quick break uh, and pay some sponsors if you don't mind. Um, okay. I've got some questions coming in from the listeners, so I'm going to get to those. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Abita and some of their uh, charity efforts, some that are going on now and some that have been going on since Katrina. So stick with us. It's the session. We're talking to Abita Brewing Company, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. 
European Army members. Are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com your bare bones buddy in the brewing business and now northern brewer brings you another installment of the, the time brewers three brewers three different eras all caught in the same fermento chronological vortex traveling through time writing brewing wrongs and bringing beery wisdom to where and whenever it may be needed journey now with Dr. Jean de Clerc. Greetings, listeners. 20th century Belgian super brewing scientist. Please, please, the yeast and the enzymes do the hard work. I am merely a facilitator. Icebach. What, what? 21st century Norwegian American home brewer rapper from St. Paul. Listen, listen, I bust the attenuation maxims and my yakima magnums make my lager so smooth it's like a laxative. My spit got that static power after I mash for an hour. I got naked ladies in my brew room all covered in hot flowers. I swing a propagation flask like a five-liter dick. Get your nasty mid-drinking group on ass back to 1026, boo! And Brother Abelard. Up there with witch. Be gone! 12th century English monk and perpetuator of brewing superstition. My holy rod of divine bubbling shall make if any ale to froth by the grace of heaven. And a modicum of bog myrtle hurts not either. Brought to you by Northern Brewer, your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento Chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, and equipment with $7.99 flat rate shipping. Tune in next time for more Time Brewers! Elo, what's your feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yeah! Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We're talking to Mark Wilson from uh, Abita Brewery. And, uh, Mark, I think your beer is starting to cure my hangover. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's a good uh, good hangover cure. Mostly because it doesn't taste bad. Yeah, that's good. Because all beer could be a good hangover cure, unless it tastes bad. So luckily this is good. Now we're pouring another one. And the one we're pouring now... Uh, 
We have a fruit beer expert in our studio in uh, in Tasty McDole over here. <laughs> Gold medal. And he hates that okay. he he hates that he's our fruit beer expert. <laughs> That's why you're mentioning it. Uh, but uh, he has no choice. He wins with this with his fruit fruity beer almost every year uh, in something at least. And um, so he he's our in-house expert. So uh, as you might have guessed, we're opening your purple haze. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which is a raspberry wheat. It's got great raspberry and wheat aroma, too. It's got some malt aroma. It's nice. How long has this beer been around for you guys? That has been around, uh, it was a, it's been around since 94, and it was a draft-only product until 1998, and then we started uh, bottling it. And uh, there are a couple of things that separate uh, the Purple Haze from, from other uh, fruit beers, and one is it's, it's just, it's a, it's uh a golden lager uh, with with a lot of wheat added, huh. and um, then we add uh, real raspberry puree to the bright beer tank, and then filter the beer into the bright beer tank. So the fruit is all is one hundred percent natural, and uh, in the bottle you, you'll notice there's a little bit of sediment at the bottom, and that's the pulp from the raspberry. So that you still have you get the sweetness and the right. flavor from the fruit, but it's not overpowering, and you can still taste the beer. Um, and and know that you're drinking uh, and know that you're drinking beer. The nose is awesome on this beer. It, but yeah, it's the great raspberry, and, and you get the the malt sweetness as well, which you don't really or get you, from <clears throat> a lot of of uh, flavored wheat beers. I yeah. find, yeah, anyway, you know, um, you don't get that. Uh, it smells like a beer, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's 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 exactly what we're going for. Is that you you know you're you're still drinking beer, but the raspberry gives it a, just a, a good pleasant flavor and aroma. So how long do you leave it on the fruit? Uh, usually we'll we'll filter that uh, say on a Monday and then and then we'll we'll bottle it on Tuesday. Um, it's it, it doesn't stay the the, the the fruit mixes in there and then when it's packaged you you have that you still have that little bit of fruit that that remains in the bottle. Yeah. Um, and and the keg so it's always in there so it's not like where it's it's uh, uh, you know say you aged a beer on the fruit and got all the flavor and then and then racked it. Uh, you're, you've then separated the fruit. We're not separating it. Uh, okay. Once it's in there in, in the bright beer tank, it's there till till it's consumed. And do you know roughly like how many pounds per barrel of raspberry puree you're using? Um, we are using about three or four pounds per barrel. Okay, that's a lot of raspberry puree. Yeah, yeah, it really comes through nice. Uh, JP and I were just making. Uh, we made chocolate on. Friday night. That's right. With a friend of ours, uh, Pete Sloshberg, uh, you know, formerly of Pete's Wicked Ale, opened a chocolate company and mm. got real excited about it. And, and since then, he wanted to share it with us. And so we went over. Anyhow, my short story <laughs> is uh, that we tried using raspberries as a filling. And we had to put so many in to get any of the, that great raspberry character, which kind of surprised me because when you eat a raspberry, it's really it's tart and it's really in your face. It is not a mild fruit, but right. I found that in using it in other things, um, you have to use it in quantity because that the best part about a raspberry goes away very quickly. Right, yeah. it's a very delicate it, flavor once it's yeah, it's it, an earthy it, thing. Juiced, it, it definitely is. But but uh, but uh, the raspberry is is very sweet. Most of the uh, the raspberries that we get, the bricks come in about twelve percent. And and you have a very strong aroma with it. And one of the reasons we do raspberries and, and years ago when 
craft brewers were, were all making fruit beers in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, raspberry was pretty much the most uh, commonly used one. And that's because it is uh, it is a it, it's it's a strong flavor for a fruit. Most other fruits you would have to use like I know we've made beers before for uh, you know small batch with uh, blueberries and, and such, and you have to add so much uh, so much more that it that it changes the whole flavor. You can't you don't know you're tasting beer anymore, right. and it changes the color. Um, and then we also make uh, we make another fruit beer. We make a strawberry lager in the spring when the strawberries are in harvest in Louisiana, and um, and it's similar to the purple haze where you have that that flavor of beer, but it's got a slight fruit flavor as well. <laughs> now, had you experimented with other uh, forms of the fruit rather than than a puree uh, before getting to that? Uh, we've done a little bit just in a lab setting, but it just doesn't taste the same. Uh, okay. You need natural fruit. I mean, one, it's got to be all natural to give it a, a pleasant flavor. If you're drinking, if you taste it, something with an extract, you know you're tasting something that tastes artificial. Yeah. And um, uh, and then it needs to be pureed because uh, uh, so it will uh, uh, it will absorb more. You'll get more more flavor from it into the beer. Okay. So, uh, you know, really just, uh, you know, we've, we've done some, some tests with like a, a, a concentrated puree and it just didn't taste the same. And then, you know, tried some, some different other, other flavors, but it just doesn't, it doesn't taste the same as the natural, uh, as the natural berries. I'm thinking that was our problem with the chocolate. <clears throat> yeah. We should have tied, we should have chopped that in raspberries up. Yeah. Instead of just trying to juice them. Yeah. I, I did. Juicer. I tried to juice them and they just turned to mush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, it looks like, it like when we're when we're cleaning the bright beer tank after, uh, because we're we're not going to rack the whole thing. Uh, there, there's going to be a lot of sediment in the bright beer tank after we we package this. Yeah. And um and yeah, it looks like it looks like mud. Yeah. Do you have a lot of filter issues, filtering issues with that beer? Well, well, and, and no, because we're not filtering the raspberry. That that just goes to the drain at that point. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. So he filters and then goes to the bright tank. <coughs> on and top then of the raspberry. On top right. of, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Which I think is a smart way to do it. Yes. So you don't, yeah. Because you don't want to filter this out. No. How is, right. it, how is it normally done with fruit beer? Lots, well, lots of ways. A lot of <laughs> I, I could speak to Yeah, that. yeah, you That's can do it any, any number of ways. Tasty, why don't you tell us your secret, Tasty? Well, I, for, let me start on my secret. Well, I'll Better living through chemistry. All right. Here, here, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark, I'll tell you about my secret on fruit beer. And I, just, I enter uh, a fruit beer in like homebrew competitions, and it's done really well. And here's what I do is I, Genetically I, I make a, like a, it's a, a lager, a Dortmunder export, and it has like a natural uh, peach sort of aroma w- going on with it. Probably I'm fermenting too high or something, because it does much better as a fruit beer than it does a Dortmunder. So I basically add some like peach uh, extract to it, which brings out the aroma side and really mm-hmm. doesn't do much to the flavor. And I've... I've uh, found that that really, um, almost, it, it tastes peachy, even though I don't really add any peach per se. Hmm. And I was I was thinking, you know, in light of what you're saying, you, you added you know, different kinds of fruit. Have you ever considered using like a an aroma extract to uh, to bring out, you know, make make your uh, beer seem more fruity when it maybe without adding more fruit? That that, that, that I agree 100 percent because in the experiments I've done is, is if you use extract in small amounts, yeah. you will just get aroma, but you right. won't get flavor. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this beer, we're trying to get aroma and flavor. Real fruit gives you the flavor, and but you can use uh, extracts for if you just wanted a subtle aroma uh, or a nice nose on it, you can use a little bit of extract. Cool. 
Yeah, the flavor on this is it's oh, awesome. It's excellent, yeah, especially when you're into it. It's a two-pint beer, which means that I'd order a second one. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what, uh, what percent of wheat is in it? It's 25%. Okay. And what, and then the base mall is just a Pilsner mall or something? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, because it's got a nice crispness to it Yeah, that I like. And yeah. I think... Um, I think a lager, I think it suits a lager well, rather than an, mm. an ale. Uh, the sweet, it's like adding sweetness on top of sweetness, right? Or, or fruitiness on top of fruitiness. Or fruitiness on top of, yeah. exactly. So this is, a, it's clean enough, I think, to handle the raspberry. I think that's yeah. what I like about well, it. It doesn't take a ton because the beer's light to begin with. You're not trying to overpower a strong beer. Yeah. You're trying to get noticed in a light beer. Which yeah, I guess, and, and, go ahead. And, and the wheat keeps it light, uh, not only in flavor, but also in color. Uh, so the, the the appearance of the beer uh, is, is better. If if it was a little bit darker base beer, then the appearance of the beer would would uh, would be almost like a bright pink, and and nobody would want to, nobody would want to drink that. <laughs> the right. four local people would. They would like it. Yeah, yeah. our blue. Yeah. And uh, who is the Jimi Hendrix fan at the brewery? Well, this was just uh, I I really don't know the story behind the beer uh, okay. the beer name, but uh, you know it's, it's worked well for us. Yeah. It's the number one seller, is that right? It's the number one seller outside of the state of Louisiana. For okay. It. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice beer. Yeah, it it it, it overall makes up about twenty percent of our of our sales. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, what I wanted to talk about, and I said it before the break, was um, a, a little bit about how you help your community, and um, we're always big on that here at the BN. I love to hear stories about it, and uh, I was surprised to hear that you kept growing after Katrina. And it makes sense because of the way you're distributing so much beer. Um, but a lot of that uh, of that growth you've you've shared with the community. Is that right? Yeah. After after Katrina, we came out with uh, Restoration Pale Ale, and uh, we were we actually had this beer produced and on the shelves in October of two, like in late October of 2005, and, and the hurricane was August 29th, um, and we were able to throw everything together and. Um, and have this beer out and get merchandise out. And uh, we raised money from October of 2005 to October of 2007 through, it was a dollar per six-pack sold, so $4 a case, and then 100% of the net proceeds from T-shirts and hats and all of that uh, went to a charity. And in the two years, we raised $550,000. Wow. (laughs) That's really generous. That is awesome. Uh That's a lot of dough. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of help. So, um, and, uh, and, 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 and most of, and, and really, I mean, most of the product we sell, 55% of our sales are in the state of Louisiana. And in two, then that, that was last year. In 2005, uh, it was closer to 70%. Were, wow. and, and, and that was almost all, you know, the New Orleans area and, and the flooded area. Hmm. So, okay. um, you know, when, when our, our distributor, uh, our local distributor was in the city, and and they were totally flooded. And just when you're when you're around that, and and we didn't have the 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 impact that that everybody else did. You know, you you have to help your neighbors. Absolutely. Well, and listen, if I can drink beer for a reason, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel guilty not showing up for those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Excuse will do with that great one. Yeah. Now, so so tell me a little bit about the region too, if you can, because. Uh, it seemed like uh, the region was kind of starting to bounce back in terms of tourism and conventions and things. And then this oil spill hit. Has that affected you again? It, it has in, in some way. And, and you're right in saying, that, like, this was going to be, um, you know, the 2010 was the first 
full year of tourism uh, that was going to go to pre-Katrina levels. And, uh, and yeah, then the oil spill hit. So there's definitely been a drop-off uh, in uh, not conventions that have come to town, okay. but in, in, uh, in leisure travel to, to the Gulf Coast. And uh, one of the things is, is there's a very famous uh, oyster house in the French Quarter, Acme Oyster House, and uh, their restaurant group is, is our number one draft account. And there, there are no oysters from the Gulf right now. Uh, and so, right. When, so there's definitely, uh, and, and they've been able to source uh, oysters from, from other areas of the Gulf Coast, and they've made do. Um, but definitely you have to, to know that the, those restaurants, uh, you know, the seafood industry here yeah. um, has definitely been affected. And, and we sell our beer in all of these restaurants. And when people don't come, uh, it's, definitely, it's definitely hurting some of our sales. Um, but we can make up for that in other areas. But, you know, these restaurants have really taken a, 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 huge, a huge hit. Right. Um, so and then the, the perception, the, the per, yeah, the perception of the brand. Uh, like of the Louisiana seafood brand throughout the country is uh, has been harmed because people who are da- who aren't down here and don't know anything mm-hmm. and just hear what they hear on the on the uh, in the media yeah. might think that all all Gulf Coast seafood is tainted and when that's really not the case um, and uh, so that's just something that's going to be an ongoing ongoing issue. Yeah, and unfortunately. That could really go on for years. I mean, oh, yeah. it's so hard to change yeah. people's perceptions once they have. Yeah, yeah. and 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 really, I mean, they, they've opened up uh, uh, this past week. Uh, a couple of oyster beds were, were reopened, and if you look at a map of Louisiana, the the, the, the spill was was on the the tip of southeastern Louisiana, and the oil moved eastward. It didn't move westward very much. So the whole western part of the state was was uh, uh, those waters were spared, as was Texas. Mm. Um, now we're definitely there are definitely going to be ongoing issues uh, with the marshlands and in southeast Louisiana, and that's where the, the majority of oyster beds were. But the other seafood that's, that comes from the western uh, part of the Gulf is is you know they they never closed those waters. There was there was really no impact in that area. Um, so yes. that that's a that's a common misconception. You can have shrimp and fish. From the Gulf, and that's it, it. There were definitely areas of the Gulf that were not impacted. Right, but that's not that's not very newsworthy. Yeah, it's not newsy. <laughs> we don't want to talk right, about yeah. it. You know, which is such a shame that you know when they do the reporting because they're clearly just going to talk about everything that's affected and leave right. out. I mean, that's a huge chunk of the Gulf unaffected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you don't want to minimize the the, the parts that were damaged, but right. at this point, you, you don't want to throw every you lump everything in where there's people all over the country saying, I don't want to eat Louisiana shrimp. Uh, and, you know, Louisiana seafood accounts for 30% of all the seafood consumed in, in the country. Yeah. Um, well, I want to find out where there's shrimp in the greater Pacheco area. Well, let's go there right eating. now. You it's know, at the waterfront. I was just going to say, uh, you know, I live next to a refinery, Mark. Uh, I'll eat your Louisiana <laughs> shrimp anytime. It's not going to affect me. <laughs> Because I think your Louisiana shrimp won't eat back like ours yeah. will. Yeah. yeah, I cook shrimp in oil anyway. I get shrimp, I put oil in the <laughs> pan, like I cook. Oil it. I was going to say, yeah, it's just a exactly new, the new dish, oh. the black shrimp. So you've um, it, just like you reacted then after Katrina, you've done so again, and you've put out a beer called uh, SOS. Now, you want to tell us about yeah. that? Yeah, uh, yeah, shrimp. we we it's 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 for Save Our Shore, um, and we we started a charitable foundation. 
and uh, the beer is called SOS, a charitable pilsner. And uh, this time we're doing, uh, it's in 22-ounce bottles, and we're doing 75 cents per bottle, which comes out to $9 a case uh, donation. And then, again, with any merchandise, 100% of the proceeds go to the charity. And we've raised, um, since the beer was uh, released in late July, uh, we've raised two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Wow! Already, that is fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing. Where can my listeners go to uh, buy the merchandise? The, you can go to our, our website, abita.com. dot com. Okay, we'll and right uh, all the merchandise is available there. And uh, we also have for our beers, and this is good for listeners. We have on our website uh, a store locator, and you can go to uh, the site and click on Find Abita, and click on the store locator. And put your zip code and the, the beer you're looking for, and it will do a search and let you know where you can find that in your area if you can. The store, not the distributor, but the store itself. But the, the, the actual store. Wow, that's great, Mark. Um, and, uh, that's a good app. How'd you do that? Yeah. Distributors. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea how we magic, do it, but huh? I know it, it, yeah, it works. <laughs> and, and there's also, uh, if, if there are any issues, there, there are distri- all the distributors are, are located on that as well. So you so can, you can uh, you can call the distributor and say, but for the, the SOS, I know nationwide it's carried at Whole Foods. So I just used your little application here. <laughs> I put in uh, 25, within 25 miles of the greater Pacheco area, I yes. put in SOS. Lesser, and, lesser uh, 911 yes. is coming to here to the house right now. <laughs> there are three pages worth of locations that people can get it all around the Bay Area. Okay, really? Uh, Whole Foods is, is right up there. Oh, that's yeah. my, it looks like. Um, they take care of beer well. That's yeah. my closest they one. Yeah. They really do. It's at the Bevmo's around here. Uh, yeah, so uh, where did you buy this beer, Moscow, the Abita today? This was at my local uh, Bevmo. It was at the Bevmo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these beers are really, uh, really clean, uh, they travel well. I have to take oh, thank you. Man, this app is rad. So there's a drop down menu that has each of their beers on it. So you can you, you can go you can do all products or you can go for a specific beer. And so Mark, right. we go through this all we do a show called Can You Brew It? Um, where uh, uh, our you're going to be on there, bro? Yeah, we'll be, we'll be calling you about this. Um, but our brewers here, our home brewers here on the show, are challenged to clone our listeners' favorite commercial beers. Um, oh, okay. And then, so once we brew it, the problem we always run into is because we'll accept any challenge as long as the brewer is willing to talk to us about it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, what happens is we'll go brew the beer, and then come show day, we do we want to do a blind <laughs> tasting. We put the two of them next to each other, and and that's how we decide if it's cloned. And we have a hell of a time finding the commercial example sometimes. Uh, so I wish every site had this. We could go specifically yeah, could, to the beer yeah. and find the location. That's awesome. Yeah, Mark, yeah. I'm I'm curious about how uh, fast your uh, distribution, like how fast it grew. I, I know you've been the brewmaster since '04, but I know you've been there for like ten years longer than that. So, do you know how big was the distribution for Abita when you first got there in '95? Uh, right? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, I know we distributed in Texas, west of Louisiana, and then <clears throat> we probably distributed to uh, all throughout the southeast. And then maybe up the the uh, a little bit uh, up the eastern seaboard and some some of the Midwest, um, but uh, definitely nothing west of Texas and nothing north or west of the Mississippi other than Texas, mm. and, um, and 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 those were very small. I mean, it, 
Yeah, well, in 2005, 70% of all of our sales were in Louisiana. In 1995, it was probably 85% was in Louisiana. Hmm. So when we were distributing at this time, it was very small amounts. Even though we have this, this footprint uh, of, of distribution, uh, we really didn't sell a whole lot of beer in those, in those markets. Um, really, uh, the only markets we sold in, in were, uh, were like Atlanta and, uh, and Charlotte and, and the bigger cities in the southeast. A listener question that's come through for you uh, in our chat room. By the way, listeners, as you know, you can go in and hit the chat now button. Bevo's in there taking your questions, and she'll send them over to me. Brandon's in there, and he wants to know how much longer you will be producing the SOS beer. We're going to do it for, for, for minimally two years. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like it's selling really well, too. You gotta <laughs> Good beer always selling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely selling well. And um, one thing that we, we wanted to do, and, and, and similar to the restoration pale ale that we did after Katrina, and we still sell that. That's one of our, our year-round beers now. Oh, great. Is, um, uh, is we want people to, you know, a, a lot of people, we want them to buy it for the donation, but then, you know, the beer is what is, is uh, you know, we want them to enjoy the beer and, and like the beer and want to continue to purchase it. So, um, you know, once, once somebody that, the, the catch is that it's, it's, it's for a worthy cause, but we also want people to love the product. Sure. And, um, and not, people not tie it into thinking, oh, well, that's just about the oil spill and the oil spill's over. But, you know, this is a good beer that stands on its own. Mm. And, uh, and we want people to taste it. Great. Well, and, and also, you know, just because the oil spill is over, the effects are going to be happening, even if it's just like we, we're talking about the perception. Just the PR. It's really going to yeah. go for years. I would really like to ask my listeners to go to uh, abita.com, buy a shirt, find out where you can get the SOS beer, and, uh, you know, it's an easy way to help. Uh, you know, yes. it's not as if you're texting your bank account to somebody. You're just, <laughs> you're buying a beer and a cool shirt. Yeah, yeah. Sure, with a, sure with a story, too. You're helping yeah, out. Yeah, you're going to buy beer anyway. And, and I know how you be- brewers are. You like to get the shirt that people will talk to you about at the next beer festival, and I think an SOS shirt is just the conversation starter you need. So, abita.com. Go check <laughs> it out. Your awful uh, social anxiety needs. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, now, also, I'm looking at your site here too, Mark, and I'm looking at your uh, the label for your Abita Light, and mm-hmm. I think it looks it's familiar. I think it's so funny that it just it looks like you know like you'd find like a domestic light lager can uh, with the with the big word light across it, and uh, I, I'm making fun of it a little bit, but I'm sure that in your market that helps you sell some beer. Well, it, 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 it probably helps a little bit. That's a very small percentage of our sales. Okay. Um, uh, it, it's less than 2% of, of everything that we sell. And, um, and it's really, it, it's, it's not, a, we sell most of it in, in Louisiana, and then, believe it or not, it's, it's a huge seller in, in New York City. And, um, <laughs> wow, Any particular section? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just amazing that that's our that that's really our our number one market for for the light beer. Yeah, and uh, and wow. we made it, uh, it. It's been around for uh, six or seven years, and it's a you know it's an all malt beer. It's just but uh, we wanted it to be light in flavor and light in color, and it was just to see if people would you know want to drink a, a, a craft light beer. Right, and uh, and they kind um, of do, it sounds like. I guess in New York they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not you know it's not a low carb beer or anything like that. It's but it's it's just a reduced calorie or it's just a little bit lighter beer. Uh, so it's about hundred. It's a, it's one hundred and twenty calories. 
and uh, and eight carbs, and but it's an all malt beer, and it's, you know you can still taste the malt and the hops in it. So how do you make it uh, light? Yeah. Well, they just use less ingredients. That's it. I mean, there's no. We don't do anything with enzymes or uh, 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 or anything like that, or, or use different cereals. Uh, it's all malt. It's just uh, it's you know if you use use less malt, uh, you're going to have a, a you know a lighter beer. And so, so you're not watering it. Alcohol. <laughs> No, 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 exactly. We're not watering it. Well, because, and I, I asked a, a serious question. No. We've interviewed some brewers before uh, who, who, you know, kind of larger breweries, and they were, a couple of them have been honest, and they said, they ended up saying, you know <laughs> no. what? They just add water. Really? Well, yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's, you know? Yep. Yeah, for, for big breweries, yeah, that, that is what they do. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it's just, it's because it's a more efficient way to brew. Um, right. It, it, that makes sense. But you must have some pretty good sized fermenters. You said when the power went out, you lost a thousand barrels. What is your uh, what is uh, the uh, size of your brewery, and what kind of fermenters do you, <laughs> you have? Can't ask a man that. <laughs> well, at, at, at that at, at that time, we had uh, just a hodgepodge of old, you know, sixty barrel, Six, ninety barrel, one hundred and eighty. We had all kinds of different fermenters at that uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. Uh, so, since we've grown so much, we have uh, now we have mostly three hundred barrel univessels. Wow. And uh, then we have on order. We're getting four new 400 barrel fermenters in the middle of November, <laughs> and then six more in December. Wow! Now, um, as you add the bigger fermenters, is that going to decrease your number of beers, from, like down from 19? Or seems like oh it, no, 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 no. It's, it's uh, we're still that, that's going to allow us more, even more, uh, mm-hmm. more capacity, and, and we still have some oh. uh, some smaller tanks. So- in the in the brewery to to uh, to brew the oh, beers that are the, the niche beers. Great, great. So you can do some one off kind of stuff. That's great. Now, do, yeah. you, do you already have a recipe planned for the next uh, Louisiana disaster? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's inevitable. I you don't. Know. Yeah. I don't have one, and I and I hope yeah. I don't need one. No, let's pray for that. <laughs> Good question, though. You guys do seem to be plagued. I know. Lately, I, uh, it's like, oh, those poor people. Man. Yeah, somebody up there hates you guys, Gosh. Mark. No, yeah, no. we realize that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, you don't have to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I might try the light beer. I am watching my girlish figure nowadays. Yeah, you're watching yeah. it balloon. Especially you can't, you can't get up on the surfboard. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's it. I can't. Because I'm such a dope surfing, I think I need to drink some light beer. A little bit easier yeah. on your back. You need to wear a pounds. back brace, I think, when you surf. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I think Mom. I need to wear a full body cast yes. when I surf. Is what At I least a do. girdle. <laughs> I thought about it. Mark does deserve props for spelling uh, the light part of his light beer correctly. L-I-G-H-E, none of this L-I-T-E Well, that's nonsense. probably copyrighted or That's something. true. Well, well uh, that, that's, yes, definitely one we, we do know how to spell. and uh, <laughs> But also also that that's trademarked by Miller. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, well, and also his, you know, Mark's beer probably isn't triple hopped. I see, or frost brewed. Yeah. Although, although, although it actually is. Although, oh. Like almost all beers are triple hopped. Right, of course. But don't don't tell anybody you'll get sued. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't call your beer tasty in any way. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got that corner. Yes. Yeah, we can't say taste great, less filling. Something like can't that. Can't do that yes. either. Hey, I got a question, a technical question. You said you make an IPA and you're using soft water. Do you calcify that water uh, when you make the IPA? No. Just no, go with the um, soft water. We go with the soft water. And we just you just have to add more uh, add more hops. Uh, that's one of the things that we we made the, the decision to do is uh, you know our water is is uh, such a part of who we are yeah. and that we're not going to kind of alter the water. It also makes it uh, it gives the the uh, uh, you can get the hop flavor and aroma, but but it it, it doesn't give you the bitterness. 
mm-hmm. uh, the lingering bitterness. So the flavor uh, and aroma. Okay, cool. So, nice. Uh, well, you, it's like anything. You know, if you know what your water does, and you just work around that, you just deal with it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You make exactly. the beer exactly. And, and and what we have to do is is basically we have a little chart, uh, and it goes to you know obviously we're going to test in our lab, you know, color and BUs. And when we look at the BUs, you know, we can't use the same chart that everybody else, or we, you know, BUs are just a calculation of what is in the liquid, of the bittering units that are in the liquid, but it doesn't give you the flavor uh, and yeah. the taste. So we have our little chart where if, if we have a 30 BU beer uh, and we're trying to make something like for, for an event and we want a 30 BU beer, we actually have to, to raise that. To get the flavor uh, and and the bitterness, uh, because the water is the, the soft water is going to have that kind of effect. Nice. We're drinking your uh, Turbo Dog Ale now, mm-hmm. which has 168 calories, guys. Yes, I saw oh. this. So uh, you might have to do some sit-ups tomorrow, JP. Uh, so, Mark, is that done with the lager yeast as well? It seems like an ale yeast to me. Uh, no, no, it's English. It's, 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 it's an ale yeast, but it's a it's a it's a German alt yeast style. Alt. Oh. Ah, good choice. It's a really good beer. So what temperature are you fermenting that at? Uh, We're we're fermenting that in in the the high 50s. Okay. So would you call this an alt? It's not an alt. uh, It's it's an alt-style yeast, but but we use American hops in it, and uh, and then it's more of a... a, Well, it's, it's really... It's just its own beer. It's a really dark brown... Yeah, and it's uh, it's not as hoppy uh, as a no, no, it would be, but but it definitely has the those uh, that yeast profile. Yes, it does. You know, that crisp mm-hmm. uh, thing where the malt just kind of ends. I think I mm. I really enjoy it. That's a great beer. It's a great beer. I like the the yeah. malt backbone uh, using chocolate. I really that's really great. Right, and and it's it's darker than a brown. It's it's a yeah. dark brown ale. Right. Yeah, it's almost and red. That, that, that's also with the the the, the water. You know, softens up that bitterness from from your roasted malt oh, as well. Hmm. How low does this beer finish? Um, it is probably about three Plato. Okay, I like this one. Yeah, it's really well made. Mm-hmm. All these beers are really clean and fresh, man. Yeah. And whatever you're doing in bottling, uh, don't change a thing. Yeah. Also, <laughs> they're they're being treated Never. well too. Bevmo yeah. is not known for treating no, the beer well in this no. region, but uh, oh, okay. I don't, there was nothing wrong with these beers. No. So. They feel brewery fresh to me. It's great. Yeah, you know when yeah. I talked well, to when I talked to Mark earlier this week, I was reading about uh, his different beers and figuring out what I wanted to get for us. And uh, when I was reading about Turbo Dog, uh, apparently a lot of people are now using it for Irish car bombs instead of Guinness. Oh, and I can it's see that. it's sort of caught on, and uh, people people dig it. Man, All right, well, Louisiana yeah. car bomb. It's a Louisiana car bomb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Strap it at the dog, send it over. I haven't had an Irish car bomb since I got a DUI. <laughs> so, that was the end of my car bomb days. <laughs> Those are so tasty. You like that? I love them. I don't yeah, know why. They really do taste good. I can really, I can drink that really, really quickly. <clears throat> yeah. Bevo over there shaking her head too. You like the Irish car bomb, Bev? Yeah, I just had my first one on my birthday this year. Is that right? Really, your first? Your birthday? It was delicious. Mm-hmm. My birthday. Bunch of frat kids in here. Delicious. I like it. I don't go order it. a car bomb. It's great. But uh, I'll I'll go toe-to-toe with anybody with a car bomb. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. A question. Uh, Go ahead, Tasty. Well, I got just one thing I noticed here is that the... you guys are having a homebrew competition, and then the uh, looks like the entry window is is currently open. So uh, you want to plug that a little bit, Mark? Yeah, we're having... um, 
the competition is on November 13th, mm-hmm. and one of the beers that we make is um, is called Andy Gator, and it is just a strong lager beer. And it was uh, we had a homebrew competition in 1994, and it was if. You know, the winner got to brew a beer in the brewery, and we had a brew pub, and you could sell it there. And uh, and it ended up that everyone at the brew pub loved it, and so we made it as this small, and we named it, you know, after the person who sure. who, who did it. And uh, and it's now one of our beers. We sell it on draft, and it's in 22-ounce bottles, and it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's growing. Good and, for Andy. Uh, so... So yeah, and so that that's the that's the award. It's called the Andy Award, and uh, uh, we're going to take um, uh, any entries, and we're just going to have a, a you know a fun day and taste all these beers, and uh, the winner will get to to brew a beer here uh, that's going to be one of our select beers, and we have a a, uh, a select program which we make sixty barrel batches. And uh, just sell it on draft. Just a one-time and, release. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We do them throughout the year. We go through. It's oh. about every six weeks. We do a different beer. Okay. And uh, so this person, you know, the winner will will receive what we call the Andy Award, and uh, and they'll get to brew their beer. <laughs> well, that sixty barrels is a lot of beer. That's a yeah. big deal. That's uh, nice. Mm-hmm. Do you, does uh, the brewer then get to take at least a half barrel of that beer home? I'm sure he will. Ah, boy. So, and we'll probably nice. bottle a little bit of it for him. Um, nice. Uh, but it, it definitely should be a fun competition. And, and this is, and we've kind of opened it up. It's not going to be something where we say, all right, we'll make a pale ale or styles. This is just, you know, whatever anybody wants to, you know, to brew. You know, it can be the most outrageous thing or it can be, you know, just a Munich lager. It it's, can be anything. And then we'll just decide. I'm going to send in a Louisiana shrimp beer. For this <laughs> I'm going to send in a Brett beer. Yeah. <laughs> what did this Louisiana shrimp beer for finish at? A uh, ten W forty. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Mark, the entry win- the entry window is currently open, right? So people listening uh, can down, yeah. send their interest. And what's the deadline for that? Uh, you if know? you just look on the website, I don't okay. know off the top of my head, but it's okay. probably it's, it's it's we want to we want to receive the beers the week before the competition. Okay, so that's the thirteenth. You said. Something like yeah, that. The, the, yeah. So we're going to be receiving. I think we'll receive beers anytime in November, but I, but right. the, the deadline would but, probably be around the 11th. But check the website. That's how you know for sure. Right, okay. mm-hmm. All right, abita.com, You can get the information. Yeah. I'm looking. At, you know what else I'm loving about the website right now? I'm looking through the beers, and each beer has a description of the beer, of course, um, and then uh, and really all the vitals too. You get your IBUs, your ABV, even puts the uh, the color uh, right. units, the SRM mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. um, but better than all that to me is each beer also has a paragraph about what the beer might be good. Paired oh, with, yeah, ah, yes. So that's great. You guys are really sticking with the, you know, the cuisine. Uh, uh, you know, being from your region, of course, too. Uh, how important that is. I love that. That each beer you're given pairing suggestions. Yeah, and and we've been. I mean, like, like I said earlier, uh, the beers we make were made to go with uh, to be paired with food, and uh, you know that's really big now uh, in the craft brewing scene to uh, pair beers with different foods. Yeah, and we've been doing beer dinners down here for for ten years. Hmm. Okay. Uh, with some of the some of the best chefs in the world. We just started a new show here uh, called The Home Brewed Chef with Sean Paxton. And we've actually got a new episode coming out on Thursday uh, where it's all about cooking with beer, not just the pairing, but actually infusing everything with beer. Yeah, um, and we, we also have on the website, we have, we have a cookbook uh, that's available. Oh, nice. And um, 
so it's 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 chefs from from mostly from Louisiana, but from all over the country that cook with a bit of beer and then what they want to pair it with. Very nice. You want to hear some of the pairings, JP, of this Turbo Dog? Yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. It says it could go good with uh, smoked fish uh, or wild game dishes. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it could be used uh, great for marinating and braising meats and cooking such things yeah. as cabbage and greens. The bra- braising the meat with that mm-hmm. soaked in there? I yeah. could see that. Yeah, for sure. Kobe, uh, a, a, a Colby, rather, cheddar and blue cheeses. And uh, the last one, of course, some uh, Louisiana jambalaya uh, or Spanish paella. Um, Also, though, uh, paired with chocolate, JP. Oh. Maybe after the show we ought to have some of our homemade chocolate with this beer. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, let's do it. I like that. Yeah, serving suggestions are just awesome. Uh, Pizza, I find, really goes well. Would probably go well with this. You think so? Pizza. (laughs) How do you make that? Uh, You pick up the phone. (laughs) <laughs> you call, you go, hey, round table man. Yeah. So should I, I av- pay 40 bucks for a small pizza? Should I avoid Justin's chocolate? Like, I'll go right for Tasty's and JP's, but do not eat Justin's. Don't eat mine. No, chocolate. actually, my chocolate was the favorite of the night. Well, mm. I wouldn't say that. It, but then <laughs> you would be lying. I would not be lying. You would be lying. was the best. That, But that no one said that. No one said that about yours. They did say it about uh, mine. And mine, by Where? the way, Mark, was the raspberry concoction. Mm. Uh, mm. We took we took milk chocolate. Uh, so it was a dark chocolate outer shell that Pete had already made for us. We were oh, just, just making the filling. filling, like a truffle, right? So okay. it was milk chocolate, uh, Grand Marnier, and raspberries was, was my filling. And... Uh, and it was pretty goddamn good. Orangey and raspberry and chocolatey. Yeah, sounds pretty oh, good to go me. Great right with Turbo Dog. I, and that's yeah. what I think we'll do after the show. Let's do it. Do a Let's roofie do it right in now. the middle. Should have looked it up at Pete's place. You know, you probably yeah. had to find out where it's at locally. Yeah, it's a store around the corner. Well, now that we know. And Pete had all these like molds, so we could do different things. And they had like a dog mold, like a Labrador. So I thought, oh, no, I'll be no, a nice no son. balls and cock. Come no, on, they them. didn't have any cock <laughs> and balls. Yeah, had submarines though. Well, it's a kind of party. He had submarines. He had submarines. I really wanted to do submarine ones, but it was it was late. Right. So I tried to. I thought I'd be a nice son. I'd make a dog one for my mom. There were it didn't fate, work fate out, dog. And, and it ended up looking like dog innards. It was like a bunch of intestines or something. Mom's gonna be terrified. Should have done balls and cock. <laughs> Should have. Yeah. Free, you know, freestyle. Right. Who needs a mold? <laughs> Make them. Just dip your. You're one all dip the your time. junk in there. Yeah. All right. So go to abita.com. You can look up all these different beers. You can find out about pairings. You can get all the vitals. And uh, don't forget to please support uh, the, our Gulf Coast. They need it. So you can buy shirts there, which uh, 100% of those proceeds are going to help the cause. And uh, you can also find out where to get the SOS beer, which yes. will be produced for at least a couple years. And our social network will be putting this up. Yes. yes. Good network. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, one last question from the listeners that came through. Um, one of our listeners in the chat room wants to know if you support the Raise Your Pints Mississippi, which, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, is lobbying for raising the max uh, ABV in Mississippi from 5%. It would be great if you said no. And legalizing homebrew. No. And legalizing homebrewing in the state. Uh, They're the last you, ones, aren't they? Have you heard of that, Mark? <laughs> Louisiana wasn't too far behind. <laughs> yeah, we, we just, uh, I guess, uh, that we, we had a, a, an uh, American Homebrew Association rally here in the spring and uh, that was, uh, I think that, uh, and I don't follow it too closely, but there has been some legislation that has made it legal. Not that anybody cared, uh, <laughs> and, and we're, we're out arresting people for making homebrew, but I think we did 
uh, pass a law recently that made it legal. And I think it's more so that they can uh, 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 they can they can t- uh, have it at tastings. Yeah. So when you have a uh, uh, a beer tasting here, that home brewers can legally bring their beer and and and, uh, and let people taste it. Got it. The Nazi state is coming to an end. I've got a question yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, we all know. Yeah, a lot of uh, breweries are ales because lagering time costs a lot of money. Uh, it does. Wh- what's your general lagering time before it's a sellable product? Uh, you're, we're usually going to go minimum twenty-eight days. Okay. Uh, on on the beers, but some of our lagers, like I said, the Andy Gator, uh, we make that's a strong lager that's that's closer to three months. Hmm. Um, wow. And uh, so yeah, we definitely do have uh, a longer. Uh, residence time. No wonder you're building that fermenter farm you talked about. Right. That's why that's that's why we need the, to to increase this because of the the time. A lot of ales you can turn around in two weeks. Right. And uh, loggers were were well over three uh, three weeks. Do you have a lot of so pressure to do? Yeah. Do you have a lot of pressure to do more ales because of that? Uh, you know, production costs and all that, or from uh, the boss man? Yeah. No, no, um, uh, because still the the loggers are the, the the beers that sell the most. Um, I think as a percentage of our sales, our our ales are probably only about fifteen percent of our sales, um, and loggers eighty five percent. So uh, that's what that's what we sell, and we're not going to cut corners. We're just going to buy more fermenters. Uh, your three hundred and four hundred barrel fermenters are they pretty tall? Or are they tend to you want to are they a little squattier than that? Like. Uh most of the three hundreds I see are really tall and narrow. Does that work for well, loggers? They're uh, they're cylindroconical, uh, and mm. the three hundred barrels that we have are um, I'm trying to say probably about twenty seven to twenty eight feet. Oh. Uh, and uh, really, the the the, uh, the cone design is is uh, we do a 50, 50 degree angle on the cone mm. at the bottom, mm. and uh, so yeah, they're they're. We haven't really found any issues. Um, a lot of people uh, uh, only like to lager, you know, historically in, in horizontal uh, uh, fermenters, but uh, we haven't we haven't discovered any any issues uh, here with with doing that. Hmm. If you age it long enough, and it just depends on the types of the styles of beers that you're doing, and uh, the flavor flaws that are associated with. Uh, uh, with that kind of pressure, uh, we don't have in our beers, so Just don't we don't really worry. We don't oh. worry about it. Um, I don't know if we asked this or not, but what what is your general lager yeast, or what what, what uh, commercial or home brew uh, kind of yeast would we use to make like your beers? It's a, it's a Weinstephan style. That's oh, right. We didn't talk about that. So do you know which one that is? Tyson? I think I can figure which, that out. Which yes. White Labs equivalent. Our yes. sponsor, White Labs. If you, yeah, if you go to if you go we'll to any number, of the, yes. just ask, you just ask for Weinstephan style. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. You could do that. Go to go buy it from White Labs. Yes, support Mike White's new baby. Some, <laughs> some fresh yeast, or he'll sell that thing and start again. Get us some driving lessons, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also uh, from the question that I had just asked about raise your pints, just to get it out there for information, anybody you can go to raiseyourpints.com. Raiseyourpints.com and find out about uh, being able to raise the alcohol level from five percent. That's pretty. Freaking low. Yeah, that's got to be the low. lowest. That's like Utah low. Sometimes I want to drink a 5%. Sometimes I need a little bit more. Goes with the IQs. Yeah, but you want the choice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. An option. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Wow, absolutely. So I be an adult. So I'm guessing that only your uh, Abita Light goes to Mississippi <laughs> right now. Well, then, no. I mean, actually, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's 5% by weight, so it's 6% uh, by volume. Oh, uh, well, that's uh, pretty and, Okay. And, but, but that still restricts a lot of craft breweries, but mm-hmm. most of our... The, the only... Uh, 
uh, of our year-round beers that are that are in 12 ounce bottles. Only the the, the Giacomo IPA is over six percent. The rest of them are under six percent. Okay. I like how that one percent just made a big difference to all of us. Oh, yeah, well, oh, six percent. Yeah. Well, then it's fine. What kind of we does can, it, we right? can buzz off that. That's what we're saying, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for spending time with us today, Mark. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A and lot of fun I, here, yeah. I will be bugging you about some Can You Brew It episodes if you would talk to us about some of your beer that way. I think it'd be Oh, a, that's uh, no problem. Okay. You. Yeah, our listeners, like I said, they've been asking for you guys on the show for a while, so I know they'll like, some, uh, they'll like to challenge us to clone your beers. So. Yes. Uh, oh, well, yeah, I'd love to see that. They okay. like to push us around. One last quick question, Mark. Do you have any plans for a victory brew, a, a Saints a Super Bowl victory brew? Oh. We uh, we were thinking about something like that, but uh, we are going to, uh, like I said, we have this select beer that we do, uh-huh. and uh, our next beer that we're going to do is uh, right now we have a, a, a rye pale ale that's out in the market and the next beer that's coming after that is going to be a vanilla porter. And um, the uh, the cornerback for the Saints who made the interception at the end of the game to seal the victory is named Tracy Porter, mm-hmm. and he's a Louisiana native. So we're gonna, going to uh, uh, call that pick six porter. Nice. That works. Good question. I love funny, tennis. Funny it's a vanilla porter. <laughs> I like a beer with so, a meaning. Awesome. So... Uh, but yeah, and then yeah, and then hopefully people can use that and make a uh, and maybe take our golden beer or our Andy Gator and make a black and gold, uh, uh, black and gold beer. Is a beta available at the stadium down there? It, it is available at the Superdome. Yes, and, and our other arenas. Mm-hmm. Cool. Man, remember the days when you could not get a craft beer? You, you know, you go, you, you all want to go watch sports, but you could never get a good beer. Right, you had to pay yeah. eight dollars just for that bud. And oh uh, yeah, I mean we've been we've been selling in, in the dome for a while, and and for a while they had um, uh, a kiosk. It was it was Coors Light and a Beta Amber, and we continue to, we always out the, at those kiosks. We always outsold Coors Light. Oh, oh that's great! great. That's, good. that's I like awesome. to hear that. Especially, yeah. let's be honest, at a football yeah. game with you bunch of meatheads there and your Coors Light. <laughs> totally. That is a that's impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. It takes a lot of trips to get that much flavor, you know. <laughs> Yeah, just keep drinking yeah. and drinking it for any kind of beer satisfaction whatsoever. You go to Raiders games, Tasty. What yeah. do you drink when you go to the <laughs> Raiders games? Brews, of course. Yeah, and you probably have a backpack full of your homebrew. I know, you know, stomach full of uh, cookies too. So. <laughs> well, he's probably the only one that can go to a Raider game that can afford the beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that could be. That doesn't. True. Yeah. I hope I go you get for the beat fights. up one day, JP. One it, day. It's It'll a good, happen one day. It's yeah. a good thing that the the uh, price differences don't reflect the the quality differences because you got like eight bucks for the Coors Light and then right. it's like nine bucks for the Sierra Nevada or the yeah. Abita, as it were. And it should be like eight and eighteen. <laughs> it shouldn't should, it? If it was reflected that way. Yeah. And by the way, you know, I, I don't know. I go in there and I go, all right, eight bucks for the Bud or nine bucks for the, or even if it's ten bucks for the for the craft beer. You're already completely overpaying for any of it. Yeah. So what's an extra two bucks, right? Well, Our, as as a Jew, do you yeah. want me to answer that question honestly? <laughs> yes, Scott. What's the real answer? <laughs> any any dollar in a storm. Right. <laughs> All right, Mark Wilson. He's the brewmaster at Abita Brewing. Thanks again, Mark. I really appreciate you hanging out with us. All right. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Take care. Go to abita.com, check it out. Like I said, uh, buy a shirt from them this month. I would appreciate that. And yeah. uh, find it yourself the SOS beer. I'm going to go pick us up uh, some. Maybe we'll try it on the show next week. Let's do it. That'd be uh, cool.
cool to find since since Scott clearly failed. I thought about asking him to send us some, but I was like, you know what? That's sort of uncouth. Like your charity beer, can you go ahead and uh, you know? <laughs> I can give pack us some. a few in a box and ship it on over. Right. Well, we're charity. Yeah, I guess that's we're well, also a charity. Yeah. I mean, sure you that profit. is a good we're, point. We're yeah. certainly a nonprofit of some sense. <laughs> I'm sure you would offer to mail him a check, though, too, Scott. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> Scott ain't gonna mail him a check. He's Jewish. He just said that. Sure. Hello, hi. The stamp. <laughs> Yeah, he only emails. You seen the price of the stamps now, Doc? Yeah, they're like fifty cents. Obey, yeah, it's crazy. I save all those those pre-stamped already. You know, envelopes that you get forever. Sometimes, and you just cross out the two address. No, no postage required. You really do that, don't you? Yeah, who wouldn't? Come on, postage paid, prepaid. All right, Great. you know what is this You know what such a fucking scam is the forever stamps. <laughs> yeah, and, and every time I go buy stamps, they're like, "Well, now don't you want the? You, you ought to buy these forever stamps." And by the way, the price is going up again. You, you probably want to buy a lot. The forever stamp is designed just to make it okay for them to jack up the fucking prices. Yeah. If there was no forever stamp, right. I don't think they jack up the prices as much. Well, you know, you've never stood in line grocery store to, to get. The one cent stamps or the two cent stamps, <laughs> and, and when they come out with the new stamp, oh yeah, the, the line the is out the door to get the stupid one cent stamp. You, know, you can order them online, free delivery. Well, you can, but yeah. it, it's it's insane. But that ruined your story. No, I, 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 I just, <laughs> but, but Jip, that sucks. I, I, yeah. No, I, I did the lazy thing. I would just put two stamps on it, two right. full full yeah. price stamps. Well, you're a doctor. Yeah. You can afford. Yeah. How I, bad is it getting? J- JP's now doesn't have a job, and he's like, "Well, you're a, you can afford two stamps." Yeah. Well, I was trying to send in my my now unemployment like liberal. my unemployment paperwork for la- for the you know two weeks or whatever, right. and I, uh, I tried oh. to cut a corner on one because it was oh. only I only didn't need that full stamp, and they oh, sent it back. So. Man, man, I just I'm not. Picky. He always got you know. Don't you want a lot of these forever stamps? To pre- no. I don't want a thousand forever stamps. <laughs> Why not? They're forever that price. Yeah, but they're at the other price. You know, like you. you know, right. What's the difference? You're always buying them at the higher. Imagine price. if also, you would have bought them two years ago. I also don't trust those wily little fuckers. I think I don't it's think it's government. gonna be forever. That's I why think, you need a bigger machine gun than those postal workers. It says right. forever yes. on it though. Yeah, but one day they'll go. Oh no, those were our those are our old forever stamps. You need the new forever <laughs> the higher stamps. price ones. See, yeah. I'm not buying it. They're not getting For one. Never. Over on me, Doc. Yeah, for never. Is there for never? Well, they never met forever. It's like you know. actually just buy the damn post machine and prr, 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 run it through. Oh, you're a doctor. I do that. <laughs> you can afford <laughs> machines. It's a small part. I'm of a your, business uh, owner. I have to do that. Right. This is going to sound like hyperbole, but uh, my dad actually has a scale, and he will weigh out whatever he's about to send in the mail, and make sure he only puts on exactly you know a forty three <laughs> cent, a twenty nine cent, and a four cent or whatever, because they make lots of different kinds of stamps. So you the, he has lots of each, lots of each, and I swear to God, he will sit there and Not wait. Good. And my dad, he's got two houses, a boat. I mean, he has money. I guess that's he's a Jew, and Jew trumps all. Oh my God. I'm not kidding. And he he it's saves not, pennies on the stamp thing. Yeah, sure. well, yes, yes. Yeah, rich people don't stay rich by spending money. I can't be bothered. Does if it, I think <laughs> right? that it's even gonna That's be a little so overweight, poor. I throw on like five fucking yeah. stamps. I don't care because how much is your time worth sitting there weighing it out? And exactly, with this, you know, nothing. Does it's your dad watch? This is the problem with your dad's mentality. He's not counting his time as money. I know. Does your dad, My time is very valuable. Does your dad is watch it? football? No, because he should. He's not a football guy. He likes it when they get the quarterback. Yes, that's. I think I heard that before I was born. (laughs) 
Of course. Scott, uh, Doc's his, allowed, wife, his wife tells him. Doc's allowed jokes. to tell that his kids are Jews. <laughs> I see. I'll yeah. tell it. I don't care. Well, he's a doctor. Again, I assumed all doctors are Jews. I mean, you're not a Jew? I don't, I don't, no, I'm, I'm confused. I'm Catholic. What? Sorry. His, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Just apologize. Sorry, I'm going to hell. I'm a German Catholic. Sorry, Jesus killer. So the doc <laughs> is just like a friendly title, right? Like, no, hey, doc. No, my mother-in-law is very proud. No. <laughs> I'm so I thought confused. Doc was Jewish too. Yeah, why not? for no. like the longest time. Oh no! Wait, you <laughs> can hear the plane yeah. going down. Uh, Lothamer's not a Jewish name. No, it's well, not. stupid. Yeah. But we were at uh, oh, but we you're were hot. at one of thanks. okay. We were at one of uh, Sean's dinners and we were having pork chops and Doc ended up with chicken. I'm like, oh, that's right, you don't eat pork. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like no, I just don't like it. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought what? Wow. Yeah, huh. yeah, bald money, Doc. I, you know. Right? Everyone make that Chew. assumption. Sure. Claws. Bevo, where's your cleavage today? Okay. Uh, hidden underneath my sweater because it's pretty warm cold. in here. It's, it's warm in here. What do you mean it cool? Really There's no air conditioning on, is there? There's no way. air conditioning on, thankfully. Mm. All right. All right. For yawning, we're going to take a uh, quick break. <sighs> and problem. when we come back, we're going to get the results, I hope, of the oh, yeah. uh, Seven Bridges uh, Brew Organic Competition. Great. So we'll be scooping here if you entered that. Uh, Stay tuned and find out if you won. Hang in there. Yeah. It's the session, and we'll be right back. Do. You're listening to the Brewcasters. the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. Seven Bridges has the best selection of organic ingredients, including over 27 varieties of organic hops at breworganic.com. Join their mailing list for special deals and regular updates. They've been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for 13 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. And Seven Bridges is the proud host of the fourth annual National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including stainless steel brew kettles and organic brewing ingredients. This year, the challenge will be judged in two locations, on the East Coast at Capital City Brewing in Arlington, Virginia, and on the West Coast at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, California. For complete details, visit breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to great beer and people-friendly business practices. They offer environmentally friendly, fair trade, and fair wage brewing products whenever possible. Seven Bridges, breworganic.com. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. 
Whether I'm making me dry stout or rebuilding me kegs, I head to the heart of dear Dublin for me homebrewing supplies. You head all the way back to Emerald Isle just for a wee batch of grain or a bit of keg tubing? No, you moronic waste to deliver. Dublin, California. I go to HopTech. For 30 years, HopTech in Dublin, California has been supplying homebrewers with malt extract, fresh grains, hops, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts, and much more. HopTech is one of the first homebrew supply shops on the internet and is proud to offer a Award-winning beer kits, both online and in their store. Mention the BN Army for a 10% discount off your order. The store is open every day except Wednesday or shop online at hoptech.com anytime. Hoptech is run by passionate, award-winning brewers who live, love, and travel for beer and bring their experience to the store for you. If you don't want to visit Dublin, just call toll-free 800-DRY-HOPS or go to hoptech.com. Visit Hoptech today in Dublin, California and at hoptech.com. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing from the top tier. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Keeping the ass out of brewcast. Thanks for sticking with us. Welcome back to the program. And uh, a couple of things left to do today. Right now, we're going to find out who the winners are of the uh, Brew Organic competition. All of them? 
Uh, we're, I think we're getting the first places. Oh, good. We're getting. Yeah, we Great. won't do the whole... This isn't going to be like the uh, grand banquet at the uh, <laughs> NHC where Amelia will stand up there and go, and now category 42. <laughs> <laughs> right, Amelia? Can Very you get that to stop? Cool. That's right, that's right. How's the party going it's, over there? Uh, it's really good. I had to, like, lock myself in a corner so that I could hear yeah, <laughs> the I thought live that might music. And, yeah. <laughs> Where are you at? Where's the party? We're at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, downtown, oh. the brewery restaurant. That's and a good one. they've been our gracious host for the past four years. Um, really great space for judging and competition because they have a side room where, you know, the judges can work in relatively, you know, distraction-free environments. Very nice. And plenty of Gordon Beer Spear to, you know, um, clean the clit after each round. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> What's that we, have, we have um, both a homebrewing contingent and a craft brew contingent, and this year, for the first time, we also had a judging on the East Coast at um, Capital City Brewing. And um, so I was at that judging and then flew the best of show round entries out here so that we could have a bi-coastal best of show. I love it. And it was fun. And the airport didn't ruin the bottles, but they ruined my entire suitcase because my um, my packaging to keep the, the ice from melting all over my clothes was torn apart by customs or whatever. Oh, <laughs> but, bastards. All my clothes were wet, but the beer is fine. <laughs> That's the important thing. Yes. Unless they don't smell like yeah. beer. Right. <laughs> um, so, well, without further ado, the, um, the brew challenge winners first, the craft brew. Um, these guys are setting the bar for organic beer around the country, and our uh, surprise new entrant into organic brewing is Sierra Nevada, and they took first place. Wow. With their state homegrown ale. And this beer is really unique because they grew all of the ingredients on their estate. So not only are they brewing sustainably produced beer with natural ingredients, but they're not transporting it anywhere. That is awesome. So, and it's a great beer. It's a great beer. Um, judges said a solid IPA, nice hop flavors up front with caramely malt to balance. Flawless. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, nice. Second place for the craft brew is Uncommon Brewers in our own hometown of Santa Cruz. Nice. They brewed in Baltic Porter. And then third place is also in Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery with wow. a new offering of Red Rock. Oh, that's excellent. We're really stoked to see these guys come out in front. Amelia, um, are you cheating? <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with the... Um, with the judging, okay. I, I just was uh, standing there watching. It's a fascinating process. I just um, stood so. there handing out twenty dollar bills. I didn't. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> At least they probably got the ingredients from you. I'm sure. No, that's um, great. This year, head judge was John Watson, who's a grandmaster oh, yeah. too, and he helped organize all the all the flights and entries, and um, really couldn't have gone off as smoothly as it did without him. Yeah, John does good work. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so um, big. Big, exciting surprise for our best of show for the homebrew competition um, was uh, a new brewer to the organic scene who just won best of show in the Santa Cruz County Fair and did it again with the same beer, organic Saison. Uh, he brew it's Mauricio Macias and Christina Yogalov of Watsonville, California. 
They took Best of Show and the Grand Prize uh, highest scoring entry of the West Coast. Wow. Their nice. Wow. What wow. was their score? 40. 40. Wow. 40 out of 50. Beautiful. So, yeah. Like I said, we're raising the bar on organic beers here. I love it. Um, and then the best, uh, the highest scoring entry for the East Coast was um, Anne Gregg of Rockledge, Florida, and she brewed a Belgian double from our Easy Brew kit and scored 40 out of 50. Wow. And... Um, yeah. Nice. And I got a chance to taste that beer, and I was just stunned. I didn't brew it that well when I tested the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have some category winners as well. Okay. Um, we had a best of show round, and like I said, that was bi-coastal. Um, and so we, we already know Mauricio and Christina won first. Um, second place for best of show is Kevin Wright from Monterey for an American IPA. Okay. And third place was Richard Lawrence from Saratoga Springs, New York, for a wonderful Spice Porter Christmas Winter Specialty Beer. Beautiful. Love it. And then we'll quickly buzz through the categories, and all of this is posted. I just um, uploaded it on our website a few minutes ago. All right, just give so us we, the gold medal. Yep, um, go to breworganic.com, click the link for the National Organic Homebrew Challenge, and at the top of the page is a link to the 2010 winners. Okay. And you can see all the first, second, and third place winners all listed right there. And uh, it was it was an amazing year, and I'm really excited about year five now. Uh, yeah, you guys have been growing every year. I think it's awesome. Definitely. Now, do you have this- the homebrew club of these gold of these gold medals you're about to read us in front of you also? Of, of all the categories? Yeah. Just in other words, would you be able to read their name, and if they happen to be one of my people, you could read that their club was the Brewing Network, also. <laughs> Just you know, well, you know. I don't have whether they're Brewing Network um, okay. subscribers or not, but I know a lot of contestants mention the Brewing Network. Oh, good. And um, you know that's why we love to sponsor you guys, and you sponsor us, so it's like a win-win. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's where um, we like it. Have our category winners and we don't have prizes or placement in every bjc category because we're still a little small to do that um and there's certain categories that are really hard or challenging to do organic still like mead um so i'm just going to read the categories that we actually have uh placement for okay and the first category is european amber lager and the first place went to daniel casey of Daniel Casey Turk of San Diego, California, for an Oktoberfest. All right. And then the next category is light hybrid beer. And that um, first place went to Seth Townsend of Erie, Colorado, for his Yellow Submarine Kolsch. Good name. And then next is Amber Hybrid. And the first place is Rain, Ray Ernenwein of San Jose, California, for a North German Alt Beer. All right. English Pale Ale, um, we had a lot of contestants in this category. Sean Bell of Morton Grove, Illinois, um, won for his English Pale Ale. And then Scottish and Irish Ale, uh, our winner was Richard Lawrence of Saratoga Springs for a Wee Heavy. And then American Ale, that was one of the most entered categories. 
Um, Kyle Rossman of Santa Cruz, California, for his organic anti-beatbox brown. Hmm. And then in Category 12 for Porter, Mike Giamarci from St. Petersburg, Florida, won with an organic chocolate porter. I love Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and chocolate porters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so crazy about Florida. Right. <laughs> Two out of three is pretty good. And then, <laughs> then for stout, we have Michael Carson of Valencia, California, for his Diamondback Black Stout. Hmm. Nice. Um, IPA, another category with a lot of entries. And Richard Lawrence, once again, um, who I should mention has entered our competition every year for the past four years. Oh, that's a and, round of applause um, for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Iron <laughs> Brewer there. Yeah. He should, you know, he should have Organic Brewer of the Year award. Yeah, we should <laughs> have. He's got that. a couple of awards when, already. When we, when we have that award. <laughs> um, and he, he brewed an Independence Day American IPA, um, which also ended up in the best of show, I believe. Hmm. Um, the German Wheat and Rye. A uh, woman from Santa Cruz named Carol Lazon, um, one for her salt wife. And Belgian and French, we had, I think this category had the most entries besides specialty. Hmm. Um, and that was the Saison that Mauricio and Christina from Watsonville brewed. And then 18 Belgian Strong. Um, this is also the East Coast um, highest scoring entry. Anne Greg Rockledge, Florida, and she called her brew Hippie Chick. <laughs> Good name. Good name for an organic beer, yeah. <laughs> I love Hippie Chicks, too. Me, too. All right. Um, strong Ale, we have Jonathan Botta of Santa Cruz for his general patent uh, barley wine. Fruit Beer, we have Seth Townsend of Erie, Colorado. For his Soylent Orange, <laughs> orange and spice beer. I didn't get to try that one. <laughs> Hoping there's a bottle left here somewhere. I want to try it. Yeah. Um, then uh, spice, urban, vegetable beer. We actually have a grand prize in this category. We're um, taking the top, the winning entry, and making our next organic beer kit from the recipe. Hmm. And um, the recipe we'll be using is um, the winner, Michael Zarkesh of Eugene, Oregon, his Vein of Stars Belgian Ale. Spice with juniper, orange peel, and cardamom. Hmm. It was really fantastic. Interesting. Gee, no black pepper beer, huh? Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tricky doing a spice beer right. Hmm. I know, Michael. Yeah. You know him, JP? I do, actually, yeah. Did you used to date? Uh, well, I tried, but he yeah. was... It, it, Too straight. He, he, couldn't, <laughs> he, couldn't, he wouldn't let me in. It he, he was unavailable. To unavailable to the Emotionally. Huh. Yeah, we had a couple excellent spice beers. It was, it was tough. Uh, I think it was tough oh. for the Dutch um, because we had that grand prize. We had 12 right. entries. Mm. Um, so even second and third were probably pretty good beers, huh? Yeah. It sounds like it. Absolutely. Uh, usually nobody wants to judge that category because it can be pretty tricky. To... Yeah, you got to do it at the end of the day, too, right? Yeah. You can't do it first. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. set in the afternoon for sure. Yeah. And you hope there's some good ones in there. Right. Was that all the all of our winners? We have one more. Okay. Um, the specialty category, which we also enter anything that is in a BJCP category, we don't have a regular category for in our contest. So you know, the winner here won for English mild ale. Um, we didn't have an English mild ale category this year. Dan Scheffler, Scheffler of Dunmore, Pennsylvania, 
He's another veteran of our competition. Great. Good. All right, round of applause for everybody, and just for entering, too. I love this yeah. competition. It's a great competition. That's just wonderful. Yeah. There's a lot of Coasties. A lot of East yeah, Coast, yeah. West Coast, well. and then that guy in Colorado. <laughs> right. Yeah, Seth, you know? Seth Townsend, yeah. whatever his name There's is. There's no North Dakota. Right. Nate Bell, where are you for that? We'll have to work on uh, reaching the flyover states uh, for you yeah. next year, Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do well, that. it's interesting. On the East Coast, I mean, we will... Even though we've been advertising and, you know, I know we've had an ad on your show, mm-hmm. we still weren't on the, a lot of people's radar. Um, some of the judges really didn't even know anything about us and didn't realize the difference of an organic competition. I mean, they definitely did by the end of the day, and um, they were really impressed. Good. So, um, you know, it's basically the same as brewing without organic, you know, with regular ingredients. It's just it feels a little better because, you know, you know, what you're doing is good for the earth, too. So right. it has that added, you know, value that you can't really put a dollar sign on. That's um, right. I love it. That's why I like this competition so much. It's perfect partnership with you guys because I dig it. JP also loves it. I do. But he pretends he doesn't. He's so shy about being, <laughs> about being the organic uh, uh, pusher that he is. <laughs> so shy about it. I am. Well, <laughs> organic people come. Uh-oh. They do? <laughs> I was going to say, that's a good place to cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> Did we lose you, Amelia? She just well, fell down like the I stairs. Like, I hear the carrier, but I don't hear her. All right. Well, thank you very much. I guess we were pretty much done anyway. Uh, I do appreciate the call and giving us the scoop. Once again, round of applause for all the contestants yeah. uh, that interferes. And good job just for entering any competition, you know, and especially one that, that we support. I, I always appreciate it when you listen to our commercials and do what they say, oh, yeah. uh, which was to <laughs> enter, enter that competition. And thank you, Amelia. I appreciate it. It pays to be an organic person because, as Amelia just told us, organic people come. That's right. She should make a T-shirt. That over and over. got the last word on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White T-shirt for sure. <laughs> All right. So Tasty Same. brought us in a special <laughs> beer today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have this beer. I have a homebrew, uh, collaboration yeah. beer, actually, between uh, some buddies of mine up at the uh, Napa County, uh, they call themselves the Bung Busters, actually. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, it sounds hey, kind of like I have a that little video. gay to me. But, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, but you have number nine. Yeah. He's talking about the original. Oh. Yeah, this is... <laughs> All right. It's a great name. Yeah. Uh, headed up by Mike Riddle, uh, Cameron Day. You know, remember Cameron? He comes to the uh, Downtown Joe sessions. Oh, yeah. And uh, Sean O'Connor. Yeah. Speaking of Downtown Joe, I'll be up there tomorrow night uh, <laughs> with a project I'm working on with Cam- uh, Colin. I heard about that. Oh, well, how'd you hear about that? Hey, listen. Tasty. I thought that was top secret. I everything hear everything. You say everything. Is a plug. everything. <laughs> anyway, I'll be up there tomorrow night if somebody wants to come and have a beer. Anyway, this is a uh, Arvel clone they did. Uh, it's... It's in a Brett barrel, um, age six months. It's a red wine barrel. Uh, interesting thing. The guys, uh, three guys went together and uh, filled it up. They made it. They did a good job. What do you guys think of it? Just, uh, they three, busted some bungs. Three guys that call themselves the Bung Busters got together and filled it's it up. It's a club. I mean, there's like a 30, 40. I bet oh, it is. A, a, the guy in the middle like is Lucky Pierre. three of the... <laughs> <laughs> lucky Pierre. Feels like Doc, fun. please explain to the folks at home what a Lucky Pierre is. He, what is that? <laughs> he's the middle guy on a three-way bus. <laughs> That's a beer information alert right there if I've ever heard of it. That's good information. Thank you. JP Lucky doesn't Pierre. care because he's, he's, he's French. Lucky Pierre. Right? <laughs> That's pretty cool. 
Okay. God. <laughs> Over my head. I'm glad I know that now. Uh, the nose on this beer is awesome. Mm. It's got a nice Brett nose. So it's three different brews, but all put into the one barrel. Yeah, these guys went together and made the beer. Yeah, Sean and Sean O'Connor and Mike Riddle and uh, Cameron Day. Yeah, it's kind of hard to brew that much beer to fill the barrel all at once. And right. So. Aren't you working on a barrel project right now, Doc? Yeah, I got. Uh, we're doing an old brown. Uh, it's going in uh, one of Vinny's old barrels, and uh, <laughs> brown <laughs> going in the bung. <laughs> but yeah, it's fermenting now. I got to go check it when I get home and make sure I stop the fermentation time. Okay, I don't want to go all the way to, to finished, and then uh, I'll crash it. And then I think next Sunday is uh, they have a red. Uh, Flanders red in there now that's coming out, and then the the, the brown goes in. Nice. The same barrel, nice. Yeah, oh, that'll be good. What do you think of the cloniness of this, Tasty? Is it a clone? Well, I don't get enough for Val. Yeah, to really like be dialed into it, but uh, to me it seems a little uh, like intense, more like a Imperial or Val or something like that. I, I even when I had it with these guys, I said, well, maybe um, you know, brew a smaller beer, yeah, like a Belgian blonde, and then like knock it down a notch or two. That does seem a little bit full. Yeah. Right. It's nice though. That's I'm, really I'm, good. Man. It's well made. It's yeah. tasty. Yeah. It finishes dry enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good beer. I think it's still sick. It's very. It's very viscous. Got some more still. going on. Yeah. It was a little yeah. when I uh, took it out of the bottle. Believe me. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, you, can, you might be right about that. Yeah. It's not done fermenting mm-hmm. yet, but uh, it's a little. It's slick. okay. I, th- I agree with you. I think it is a little too a little too full. I think it's a little dark. Too big. Yeah, ball. dark. Yeah, just um, just general downgrading of color and and body and everything. Yeah, I mean, Orval's very. Crisp and bright and and almost uh, sharp from I think. Well, you know, too. I wonder how much color came from the barrel. <laughs> no, it's hard to say. Is Orval yeah. barrel aged? Yeah, red bar- yeah, red wine barrel. Yeah. Really, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you wonder. Like even in Orval, when they be practical to brew a just a bit bigger beer and then uh, do a bunch of stainless, uh, you know, lighter beers to, to soften it up and get your volume. Yeah, get your profits. Mm. I like this beer. Yeah. Do you have more of it? No, just this one 32-ounce bottle here. But it's still got quite a bit left in the heart of it. Mm-hmm. I'll pour myself a little bit. Ducks having more. Okay, well, you guys got the, You're getting the second pour uh, level here. We're getting drunk of the week calls already. Oh, well. From who? Is it that time? From Lucky Pierre. <laughs> well, no, not if we want to go to like six, seven hours here. But, yeah, they could come in early if they want. Loudmouth Alonzo. Oh. Back on the line, calling him for Do drunk. We have to tell him to stop drinking. Hey, Alonzo, what's happening, man? Uh, why am I a Why am I a loud mouth? I don't understand that. What's, you, what's the deal? If anything, I would be a high pitched mouth because I didn't actually realize how high pitched my voice is until He's I heard woman. it on the weekend. He is a woman. And so I was going to see a friend, and I was walking over to the friend's house. And you know how sometimes, like, when you walk down the street, something just catches your eye, and you look off to your right. But never mind. Yeah. So I'm walking to my friend's, <laughs> and. And my toe started to hurt. I mean, it was amazing because the week before I had stubbed my toe and I thought it was healed, but then I put on these pumps and it just didn't really, uh, it, it, it clearly hadn't healed. Alonzo, Alonzo, did you have a homebrew question? Uh, yeah, I do. So last week when I was brewing and, you know, I got into brewing because uh, back when I uh, used to be a man, uh, I thought that uh, brewing looked so, like so much fun. And right. my friends were doing to be it. Men, yeah. uh, In fact, I remember once in kindergarten, I had this friend and... Uh, Alonzo, uh, homebrewing, homebrewing. Right. Uh, so... This friend's dad homebrewed. And um, my question is, uh, well, see, first the earth cooled, and then the dinosaurs uh, all... Hey, Alonzo. 
<laughs> Good Lord, if there's a bragger in the room, it's you. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, are you calling for Drunk of the Week? I, I do believe I am. What have you had, my friend? All right, so in honor of our, of our guest, I am uh, staring at 12 uh, bottle caps of a Bita Brew. I picked up a party pack that included 12 beers. Can you believe on, it? It was on sale. It was only three ninety nine, <laughs> And just last week, it was four ninety nine <laughs> For 12 <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I, I, are, are you calling me Moscow Jewish? No. No, we're no. saying you're boring! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you have? I don't care if you bought a fucking multi-pack. And don't tell me you're standing at bottle caps, because to me that means you're a fucking slob. Did you have the beers or not? <laughs> Alright, so, uh... Alright, last week, last week I lost because oh, there was fuck. a nice... <laughs> Jesus. I bet your girlfriend walks out of the room when you're talking, you're so boring. <laughs> So, you've had a 12-pack. Okay, hold on, hold on, yeah, all right, yeah, I've had a 12-pack, but whatever. I wanted to also get to uh, what I learned from this week's episode of this session. Would you like to? Cause no, I was, no. Yeah, I would uh, like nothing more not. than to hear what you've learned from this week. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Okay, no, I, I, I was so honored to be uh, the first person in quite a while to hear the beer information. Uh, uh, thing, whatever it is that you, wherever the fuck you found that. But uh, I was so honored to be the first person who had that played that I thought I would, you know, try to continue that. And I'll tell you what I learned from this show. Are you ready? Yeah. You know, you know what's <laughs> really? great is now I don't have to talk to my girlfriend anymore because I feel like I just got it already right now. All right. What have you, <laughs> what have you learned? Fuck. Not a fucking thing. Not a fucking thing. Okay. Perfect. All right, I, 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 learned, I learned that Doc does uh, not repitch his lager yeast. That's it. All right, so Alonzo is our so first. Just don't do it. Alonzo is our first uh, runner up in should, the uh, drunk of the week. Should we rename him Zymergist? <laughs> oh, man, he's worse, I think, right? Oh, God. He talks more, right? I, yeah. He did drink a beat of beer, though, to his credit. He did do that. Hey, that's a plus one. Yeah. Do you think he talks more or less when he's drinking? I think less. <laughs> just, just slower. Just based on the f- he can't tell a story or he can't pick out the irrelevant parts of the story. Right. What did you have to drink? Mm. Well, I did this whole elaborate thing to tell you that I had 12 beers. Did you know that the human has to drink water at least? <laughs> <laughs> What's even better is he just has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> or he just doesn't give a shit. It's like, yeah, which I you got to respect. Well, a little bit, yeah. Go through life like that. Uh, okay. Human does. I got to take us to one last break. When we come back, we'll do more uh, Drunk of the Week phone calls. Uh, we'll give away some Belgian candy sugar and uh, things of, of that nature. Is it Alonzo again? I have caller ID. I don't have to answer when you dumb shits call 17 times, just so you know that. All right, I got it. Hey, Alonzo, I don't know what happened. We got disconnected there. It's probably still talking. Oh, yeah, I'm so sure that you had no idea what happened. Totally to the max, dude. All right, so- I thought you were still there. Yeah, totally. All right. <laughs> so what I was saying is that oh. you completely ditched the mini topic, and that was seriously one of the best things that, that the BN has ever, has ever done, has ever done. Okay? All right, and? Yeah, I'm listening. All right, and you never mentioned your present 
can you hear me? Hello? Yes, we're yeah, yeah, listening. We're yeah. fine. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. How could we not? Okay. So, <laughs> you, you never mentioned your show at the NHC, how you pretty much just used JP. Keep going. Yeah. No, you're right. I kept forgetting to do that. Good point. Don't you know that I'll always be true? You there, Alonzo? Did I lose you again? Uh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, at the NHC, oh, fuck you. <laughs> What's wrong? Why can't see now? You can't talk. No, no I'm with you. at the NHC. I kept forgetting to mention the show. This I know. Is, I hate that. No, 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 this yeah, is the no, only no, way no, you're no, tolerable. No, 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 no. Good Lord, at the NHC, you never mentioned your NHC show and. <laughs> <laughs> We got to take a quick break when we come back. More of your drunk of the week calls. Hang in there. It's the session. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer. Apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer. And now, there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now. For less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need right in your pocket. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew sand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the more, more beer, beer deal, deal of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. What's up, dude? Why the long face? Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft subscription was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found playfulevenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's, um... 
essential aid in the bedroom, Ooh. all kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Ticklist Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com. Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. BN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zalashev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamel. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. What's funny is Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer, (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Alonzo, I don't know what happened. We must have got disconnected. What's happening? You are, you are such cocksucker. Cocksucker. Then call someone else. I'm offended yeah, by that. You got the wrong show. Hey, well, why would okay. you be offended? You should be the least offended in this room. Yes. <laughs> well, because have you seen the cocks he has to yeah. suck? It's well, when we suck him, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But when you do, it's like, well. Remember that one time? Kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, I got a good. Speaking of cocksucking. So Bevo, Bevo and Sam were telling me the story at GABF. I can't believe I've forgotten to use it until now. This is gold here. I'm talking about. Oh, it's 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 something. pretty good. It's so okay. so Bevo, uh, I guess uh, Sam had requested a BJ for his birthday. No, he didn't request it. He shouldn't have to request That's it. That's standard. It's his that should be right in the. It was in, in the, the prenup. You just, yeah. Sammy, get your ass in here. He didn't request it. I just was offering it. You're up. feeling given. Come sit down over here next just to Doc. That's your birthday. Next to Mike. So. So, oh, so you offered it. You said, oh. Yeah. So, first Sam's birthday, uh, you know, Bevo figured, what the hell, once a year. Uh, yeah, right. Shut up. She could spit it out, yeah. Well, no, every, every, every other year. Every other <laughs> Just for the big birthdays. She could yeah. brush her teeth 25 times or something. Yeah. yeah. That, that Sammy was going to get a PJ, right? <laughs> so... So Bevo's down there doing her business, you know. Business. <laughs> By the way, go to justin.tv slash brewing network. You can Sam is gonna actually play out. I feel like it's important to um just clarify that I wasn't down there. Very he long. was up here. 
There oh. was a whole face straddling happening. Really? Ooh, what? It was a face straddle. Sam, you face. are a dirty man. Now, you, you said you didn't, that, that book of positions, I don't even know and you how said you works. didn't want to do the one where you're laying on your back on the bed thing? Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about. That one actually works for me because it's like getting an ab workout as I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> Laying I'm not wasting your time as much. I see. I might as well, you know. Wow. Get a good protein shake at the end. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a recovery drink. <laughs> now, is muscle milk. Do you always do it? Do you always do it the same way? Is it? Does he always straddle your face, or not, this was a special occasion? No, not always. But it's. What about when he craps preferred, it? Preferred usually. <laughs> It's preferred. Yeah. Okay. It's easier on the job. Wait, how do you straddle the face? Yeah, it's I, weird. I'm really unclear to yeah. that. Is that. Can you demonstrate? Demonstration. <laughs> All right, JP, lay down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of like where this is going. It, is Sammy, is it your preferred position as well, or you, is it the only way you can get a beat? You don't care. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, I, so let me clarify. So then, so Sam is straddling Bevo's face, and a rabbi walks into a bar. <laughs> And I guess while he's up there, he can't help it. He had Mexican food or something that day. He lets one go. Uh. You know, he's up there. Bebo's doing her thing. And And Sam is not a loud... Like, he's not a farter. He's not a gassy guy. So what happens from there, I guess, is that Sam just starts laughing hysterically. (laughs) It was funny. Which is making Bebo laugh. And as he's laughing... (laughs) <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> then it gets funny. He laughed harder. Yeah. My my abs tightened up. <laughs> it just kind of pushed everything out. I got a core workout. Now, did you ever the, recover? Did you get to finish? No, no. Uh, I kind of no. killed it. You killed, killed, him, it. killed, killed it. it. I, I mean, I was I was gonna wait hold another year. This story by the fact that he was hammered. <laughs> there wasn't gonna, oh, I was just okay. being nice at this point. Bad. Like he wasn't gonna finish anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I'll finish right now. I'll himself. fucking prove it to you. I'll get drunk. I don't care. I could have. Mm. Well, Sam, you gotta wait a whole another year now. Jesus, yeah, that's no. a long time. Jesus. No, it's every other year. Did we get this clarified? Oh, every other year. Oh, that's right. man. If you guys years. only knew how much of an awesome wife I am. Uh, hey, we're getting it. I'm getting it now. <laughs> hey, Alonzo. Yeah. I'm going to hang up on you now, and I need you to do me a favor. No, fuck you. I need you to, <laughs> oh, I need you to do me a favor. Can I, I tell you, him the favor? I need you to not call back. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick, but other people want to call in for Drunk of the Week, and you're calling like 150 times back-to-back, and it's making the line I busy. have no friends. I have no friends. What do you want he's from me? Drunk. <laughs> and it's an 800 number, so we're well, paying We can appreciate that. We don't really either. Yeah. At least he's an honest man. Tell you what. Let everybody else call in first. You can call back after. Wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not done with my resume. I'm not done with my resume. You are done. All right, quickly. What's the resume? No, no. No, 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 I'm not. Walmart. No descriptive. Quickly. <sighs> Paperboy. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, Hello? my God. <laughs> Hello? Now, Alonzo, when we put you on the air, we want you to be fast, okay? So we're about to come back from break. We want you, we we're want you to put to you on the air. Think, pretend you're okay, Sam's okay, wiener. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Shut up. All right, the yes, rest please. of my resume. Yeah. Is that, okay, so last week, last week, there was a nice sympathy story. Some guy had to, like, Alonzo. blow his dog. Alonzo. Give him away, Alonzo. Hello. Keep the give us your version. Give us your version. How could there be a story? It's a, it's a list of beers beer that you had to drink tonight. And there's a there has to be a story. Hello? I, w- I was actually very enthralled by his story. <laughs> Shut up, Sam! This is why we don't what? let you on the air! What? She will never let you straddle her face again if you keep this up. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, you know, I, I gotta admit, I, I kind of wanted to hear the story, too. 
God damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alonzo, you got good. you got two votes for your story. Uh, my, my story is, uh, so I was brewing on Friday. This is after a full... Oh, what the hell was that? Okay, so... Um, my, my and you, do you wonder why I'm you don't have friends, or, or, or do you know? Like, yeah, do you okay, know this is why you don't up, have friends? Hello? Shut up, if you would shut up, if you would shut up. Okay, so I... I don't like that. Fuck you with the crickets. Okay, anyway, it's, it's ten, uh, uh, six gallons of work on the floor. That's my story. That's it's a really good story. It was worth the agony. Floor. Dude, I went to this baseball game last week. Oh, sorry. hello? Sorry. Uh, carry on. Does anybody have anything sharp I can cut myself with? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's not Alonzo's uh, wit. I went that way. <laughs> but it is JP's. Uh, okay, have you finished your list, Alonzo? That's the beer? Come on. Uh, that was a great list. The sympathy is that I brewed an entire batch and it made it to the floor. I guess that's the sympathy. Okay. And, and did you drink that? Is that the point of your drunk of the week call, you fucking idiot? <laughs> JP. No, you Dude. fucking idiot. The point of the drink of the week call is that I've had 12 Abita beers that's, and about okay. two pints of my own homebrew. So I thought you had okay. a resume, but so, you don't have a resume. Listen to this. You had a dumb story. Just to clear this up, just to clarify, he called back to, to, to he because he hadn't finished his list. Right. He added yeah. two pints. Yes. Wait, this whole time was, um, <laughs> I need to finish my recipe. I had two, two pints. pints. All right. Thank you, Alonzo. And wait, can, wait, we, can wait. we now clear the phones for other We didn't find week? out what kind of pints they were. What kind of pints were they? <laughs> were they Imperial? Oh, God damn it, Doc. No, I wonder what kind of beer it was. Where, where, did, a shaker where did he buy it? What, you drink? Your, what were your two Foam pints, brew. Alonzo? Alonzo. Hello? Oh, he just hung up on you. <laughs> Take that. Alonzo's Thank now, the Lord for small favors. Yeah. Alonzo's now going to kill himself, and it's on the blood is on your okay. hands, JP and Good. Evo. I will never wash these minute. hands again you if that what? happens. If dude, last week didn't kill himself, he has no right to kill himself. You guys reamed that poor guy. I thought it was that guy last week. I think it no, was. No, it was... Uh, I don't know. Oh, Matt. It was Matt. Matt. Oh, San Diego yes. Matt. Matt. Oh, oh yeah. is he still alive? Is he He's there? still alive, and you guys are still assholes. Is he in the chat right now? Oh, this is somebody new calling. Oh, thank goodness. Wow. Somebody besides Alonzo. Yeah, poor Matt. His, like, dog died and his wife left him or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, while we're waiting here, I'd like to thank uh, Drake's Brewing for the denogonizer. Oh, yes. That we're having here tonight. Denogon. Uh, Dow Tuna took us up. Thank you very much. Yes. How did that work out? You just stole a keg from Dow? Well, you know, yeah, he up. knows we volunteer our time, and he saw an opportunity to, well, you know, help us out. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, thank you for the D-Nog. That's a good beer from Drake's. Oh, man, it's nice and strong it's and very tasty. I hope the guy who's calling is Alonzo's doctor apologizing. Like, <laughs> oh, we guess we didn't secure him to the bed. He got to the phone. The patients aren't allowed He's to been sedated talk now. to the phone, so it will never happen again. I'm sorry. Right. Sure. Just, just tell me, Beef. What do we got? Okay. It's JB, the rapper from Mississippi. He's calling oh, in for man. Drunk of the Week. Oh, oh the uh, J to the Bizzle. J- we should give him a beat. <laughs> Let's do some freestyle then. What's up, JB? <laughs> What's going on, guys? No, I'm uh, saying, no, I'm saying. How you doing? I'm I'm net- no, I'm saying. Network. There's lame. I'm doing really good right now. I'm I'm pretty fucking drunk. Yeah, you sound like it. You do. We should give yeah, him a well, When we did our rhymes, we were drunk. So you, you need a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. Uh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm all good on friends. Although I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. I've never, I'm never, I've never listened to the Brewing Network live before. I've always done podcasts. So this is fucking awesome. It sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> is it? Is it? No, no, it's cool. It's, it's oh. great. 
If you weren't listening earlier, uh, uh, JB had sent in this rap. Son, I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap <laughs> He was good. He's put us to shame. We impressed. Yeah, good job, JB. It was impressive. Yeah. No, that's definitely me. I I don't know where the inspiration comes from, but it just it flows through me, you know. Twelve ounces at a time. Sam, are you farting right now? Because I, it, I, I could. It has started to smell since you entered the room for this story. Well, I mean, he's I thrusting just, his hips a lot. I'm like, that's a, <laughs> he's like, now it's like a, yeah. now he's like Pavlov's dog. The only way Every he can time fart. He gets a, <laughs> the only way he can fart is the way someone's. Face. I don't wash my pits. I see. Because for some reason, my religion. <laughs> Jesus uh, likes dirty pits. Yeah. No, it's left over from homeschool days. And the the bottom of my feet. Yesterday. But I not the top one. The oh. top of my feet are great. I can do the top. Can you stop talking, please? The bottom, Who, bottom of the feet and the pins. <laughs> Alright, JB, are you calling in for drunk of the week? J I, I am. Up. I'm I'm right. attempting to be the drunk of the week, yes. Give us your resume, please. Um I've had um, I started with five Mission Street Pale Ales from Trader Joe's. Good choice. Nice. Those are good beer. Clean pits. Uh, they are very good, and they're not expensive at all. Firestone Walker. That's, that's why it's at Trader Joe's. It's a good price for my value for yeah. my dollar. <laughs> exactly. And I also tried, um, they also sell at Trader Joe's the 22-ounce Mission Street Brown Ales, which aren't bad at all. And you had that? <laughs> So I had two of those. Don't turn into Alonzo, all right? So far, he's had like two mediocre. Just keep rolling ahead. Two twenty two. I apologize. No, yes, I, I don't want to be Alonzo. Yes, and I've also had so four one, of one the uh, Joseph Brown Dunkelweizens, which are really Gordon Biersch, but they're actually, you know, whatever. They're still at Trader Joe's too. All right, Alonzo. So I've had a lot of beer. There's <laughs> <laughs> more value in the bomber. <laughs> and I, yeah. I got in my car to drive before this, and let me tell you, I almost ran out of gas. So I had to go to the gas station. It was being held up, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get to the fucking thing. Whatever. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm totally compared to Alonzo now. Yeah. <laughs> You're Alonzo Jr. That, that is about as bad as it could get for you tonight, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've gotten on the show twice now. I rapped, and then you guys give a shout-out to Raise Your Pints. So this is just icing on the cake, man. All right. So was that the end of your list? That's Just a pretty good list. It. That's uh, by my math, yeah. thirty-one beers. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty low. Except I also had a four loco to start it off. Oh, so. no. Did oh. Not. Did you? That's a deal breaker. Like though. for you're real? In. You're in. Well, no, I had a watermelon four loco. Yeah. Watermelon, oh, Doc's favorites. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. Got the melon. Uh, yeah. How did that? Now, how were you feeling uh, directly afterward? Okay. Uh, directly afterwards, I was I was kind of stoked because I you know I was listening to the Brewing Network for the live for the first time, but I was also feeling very drunk immediately afterwards. So it was kind of yeah. like a How about limbo in between. Could you see? Did, yeah. you, did you lose vision for a period? Yeah, but now you're awake, so I got you through the beers. How did you feel 15 minutes afterwards? What do you say we give uh, Alonzo his number? Said. I searched for these songs on iTunes. I couldn't find them. No, you got to go YouTube. Loco for them loco. JB is loco for them loco. Loco for them loco. JB is loco for them loco. Loco for them loco. Jimmy, would you say you're loco for those loco? I am absolutely insane for the four loco. Did that shit get you faded? 
What was his phone? <laughs> it was fucking. It was awful. Like I tasted it, thinking it would be like sweet, like Coke or something, but it was really awful. How did you not start off your resume with the four loco? Yeah. You waited. You yeah. did your. Best I wanted to say it for the end. Oh, and I had a. By the way, it is kind of the money shot though. <laughs> we would have said you had it yeah. at loco. Yeah. Uh, hey, did you did you hit your bitch because she was honey? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you boy, you don't get to talk anymore. I think you missed the point of the uh, verse right there, Scott. All right, you're in the running, JB. Thanks, man. Thanks, Dad. And thanks for the rap, too. It was cool. Yeah, it was great. great. Good job. I thought it was hit your Appreciate bitch. Appreciate it. Lonely. Later, brother. Honey. Sorry, Not lonely. Make this, sure you're, it's neither of those. Make sure every, someone wakes you up on the hour every hour after drinking. <laughs> 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 yeah. Treat you like you're concussed. He's not going to sleep for a while. Remember, you've been poisoned. Yeah. Treat yourself accordingly. Got banned at a college, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, but only because other colleges have banned it too. Yes. I, although that none of them were in the mail and the news. So, hey, have I told you guys about Beersmith? No, what is that? Uh, what is not that? tonight. So, Beersmith exactly? is this brewing software. You can go to beersmith.com and check it out, and you get yourself a free 21-day trial version, and it's the best brewing software out there, hands down. It has my personal endorsement, uh, which, you know, let's face it. That's worth. Yeah, I have yeah. your, pers- your, your personal <laughs> endorsement. Be that's gold. That's gold. <laughs> I, I really. And you don't put your name on a lot of things. That's right. For that's a reason. A date with Schumann will get you chlamydia. <laughs> I really got. But poor <laughs> Beersmith. Uh, I don't know how they ended up with me. With, as the, I, I really got to get them over to Tasty or somebody who, who people give a shit about. I use it. Yeah. But uh, do you use it, JP? I do actually. Yeah. Beersmith software is rad. Actually, go check it out. Go to beersmith.com. Get your free twenty-one day trial. Uh, they have a bunch of recipes on there already there's uh, nearly a hundred styles uh, included in the style guide uh, you can build recipes quickly just pick items included in the ingredients tables and beer smith will estimate your color original gravity and bitterness as you go you can keep your stock uh in there so if you if you're one of these guys like jamil who who likes to keep a lot of different grains around you could enter it all into beer smith and it will keep track of what you used and when you need to buy more um, scale recipes by batch size equipment or brew house efficiency which uh those are all things we've talked about before right yes um i i don't know what you're saying you can add a recipes ingredients to a shopping list with just one click print it out head on down to the local homebrew shop and uh, you got your shopping list right in front of you so go check it out it is uh, truly my favorite brewing software go to beersmith.com and uh he's a nice guy and a good supporter of the show if you have customer service needs he will answer your email it's amazing yes. i have needs um so sammy so, has needs Check it out. Uh, Doc, have I have I you started needs. using it yet? Did you check it out? Uh, I got the trial version. And I played around with it for a while. Um, you keep uh, at it? Well, the, the problem is I'm just going to be... Um, I, I do need to change it over, and, and I'm just too lazy to do that. But It'll import directly. Does it? Yep. That's what I've been asking. Does it import directly? Yep. Oh, I'm there. Technology. No. That's a gold feature, isn't it? I don't think so. It doesn't import? I think it does. I don't think so. The uh, You mean from the other software yeah. Yeah. directly? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I used to say that, and I think I was lying. <laughs> Ask the Beersmith See, guys. I got all my information about that specific part of the product from this other show, not the Brewing Network. <laughs> Yeah. Well, just go check it out. Try to import it if you can. Well, we'll find See, out. now I want to know. See if it works. Good we'll luck. find out. All right, beersmith.com, everybody. Definitely. All right, got another uh, caller drunk of the week. We're talking to Pipe Bomb from Georgia. Oh, again? Oh, I, I that like could that. Be, not be his actual name. I couldn't really hear him. He's a terrorist. He, should, he, should. <laughs> he wouldn't use his yeah, real name. Like yeah. Muhammad. Muhammad. <laughs> Kill him. Kind of sounds like a terrorist. <laughs> Yusuf Ibrahim. <laughs> What's happening, brother? No, I was so... What? <laughs> That's yes, why please. I put him through. Uh, and now a lot of stuff. I agree. 
Calling in for Sorry, dr- uh, drunk of the terrible week. Terrible accent. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start to give my resume, so I'm not like Alonzo. Thank you. <laughs> I started off the morning. Yeah, I started off the morning with uh, some celebrator uh, Doppelbach. Sorry, I'm trying to read the bottles. Um, it's a hell of a morning. Then I went to Dogfish Head. Uh, <laughs> I, I had some sleep, and then I went to Dogfish Head Chicory Stout. Then I went to some Alpha Dog Imperial IPA from Laughing Dog. Then I went movie. to Devil Dog laughing Imperial dog. IPA. <laughs> laughing Dog. Hey, give me more Laughing Dog. Got a jersey there. <laughs> Keep going. No, uh, uh, well, then I had the Devil Dog, and then uh, I went to the 1809 uh, Berliner Weitz. What do you live at your mom's house or something? You're real quiet over there. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, in, I'm actually in my maybe. house. It used to be my parents' house, but you know, whatever. I bought it from them. This is my house. I got some Cigar City uh, Maduro Brown Ale, oh. and uh, oh, I drank one of those. They disappeared. But the Alpha Dog and the Double Dog were. It's way more the Fiji's. Huh? Shut up, Sam. We <laughs> 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 apologize, that's just Sam. I, what, I'd say nothing. Don't mind Sam. He's not actually they went technically vacation. part of the show. <laughs> Carry on, Piper. Obviously, I'm going to have to listen to the podcast because I can't understand a fucking... No one understand. in the studio can understand. Right. You're sounding good. You're not missing anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet I'm not. So well, give me a total. How, how many beers have you had? Uh, there's six bottles with two are bombers and one something else. It's somewhere in between. 37 beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can pound another Cigar City Brown Ale if you'd wish. We'll give you credit for that. If, well, let's see it right now. You, uh, you got, an old, you got an old yeah. lady that lives that house with you? Define um, lives. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Let me let me grab the other Brown Ale out of the freezer. She, she's freezer. here, but she, she may not money? be alive technically. I think. <laughs> <laughs> let's she, just say parts of her are here. <laughs> She sleeps a lot. <laughs> uh, but none of them are very identifiable. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we could oh, probably man. put a hey, whole hey, woman hey. together. Oh, that's just, saran wrap. <laughs> the oh, my gosh. So, wait, just, brown, to, so. just to clarify, your name one. is not Pipe Bomb, is it? It's Pythoner. It's, it's Vinny. Yes, it is. It ends in ER because I used to breed snakes. Okay. All right, that's, that's creepy. Not creepy. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely single. And by breed steaks, I mean kill people. No, no, no. Actually, I'm married. You're married? To a woman? Yes, I know. To a snake. I, 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 I was fucking the wife about 15... Sorry, screwing the wife about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> nice. Why did you call in then? That's offensive. Yeah. She was a rattler. We would have well, given it to you. weren't accepting drunk of the week. Calls, listen, you, I'm hey. going to give you, listen, you can break into the show at any time to call if you're banging the old lady. Yeah. 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 Erection of the week will win every time. Especially if you're yeah. drunk. It, you just have to tell it, me you're doing it. Okay, if I'd have known that, I'd I, I have called. Wake her up. All right, I'll tell you what, we're not, we're not <laughs> no, going to give it to you dead. this week. Yeah. <laughs> you got to call back next <laughs> you week. You got to call back next week, bro. <laughs> well, why don't you untie her and do it again? Do you want me to crown the Maduro brown now? Yeah, go like for it. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, let's hear the pop of the cap first. That's a weird name for your wife. But That's whatever. what I thought his wife's name was, yeah. <laughs> Should we time you? I think it's already uh-huh. like too late to start. Yeah. Starting halfway through. Oh. Oh, Jesus. It was engaged. I hear it going down. Are we, are we racing? Go on. Sorry. All right. That's Not it. Yeah. Well, good job. Had a taste. <laughs> Give us tasting notes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Too much gas. He just ripped a B load before the beer. Uh, it's like go, a CO2 explosion. Go throw up on your wife. Change your pants. <laughs> no, Change your no, pants. no, no, no. She may, 
she made me leave the room, so I'm actually on my iPhone. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, so you know, hit, hit it and quit it. Now, were you listening to the show, and then you were like, you know yes, what? Yes, I was. I'm gonna go bang I my wife. Her. I refuse to turn it off. If you, if you look in the chat room, you I can hear it while you're like, doing it. Really? Wow. Yes, yeah. I was listening. It was kind of distracting. But. Didn't want to miss anything. Distracting, yeah. dude. Wow. <laughs> Which uh, who, who? I'm applauding this young man. Whose whose voice did it for you the most? <laughs> or her? I, I, I refuse to turn it off. It was so. probably Alonzo's stupid high so, voice. That's so did she come and ask that for the action? And you said wow. okay, if as long as I can keep the show on. Or did you ask for the action? No, no, she asked for it, and I, I said, I'm turning, I'm keeping the show on, so... And she was like, all right, all right. again? <laughs> Whatever turns you on. That's the only way he can... <laughs> yeah, the only way he whatever will get your dick hard, honey, I don't care. <laughs> really. If it's tasty, that's great. Wow. We don't have to pay for Viagra. I'm, pi- I'm picturing this guy sitting in, like, an ice fishing shack. There's not a human being for 400 miles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by wife, he means that trout I live trout in South Georgia, you fuck. Wide mouth <laughs> bass. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> I told you there's a reason we don't let him on the air. It doesn't even make sense. It's the first fish he just thought of. <laughs> Tell him, Ender. Wide mouth bass. <laughs> It's a groper. Uh, I just, I would just like to let all the BN ladies know that that's all mine. Oh, you need to back up, ladies. Night. All right, Python. So good job and good job, my friend. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the phone call. You are in the running for drunk of the week. Yeah. I'll call you back if I get anything more. Like I, I got to go to my beer room because I quite literally have a room. Oh, of I beer. thought you meant you were going to go back for seconds that's with the old what lady. I thought. Oh no, no, not quite. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I got mine. Yeah. His refractory period's another hour at least. All, All right, right, thanks, brother. Call him next week. All right, eight 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 four zero one beer. You still got time. Tough competition today. Uh, of course, we have Alonzo, who uh, I don't know invented the world and then uh, drank a lot of beer and then told us about it. <laughs> and then we had JB the rapper. Uh, he did pretty well himself with forty seven beers. I yeah. counted. Uh, Pythoner came in with thirty seven beers and uh, and, a, and a quickie. Yeah. During the show, so that's listener of the year, isn't it? Come on, we have a category for that for the uh, awards. It's pretty good, listener and you know he's year? not lying either because he didn't. He said it in passing, like yeah. it never even yeah, happened. Like, like, yeah, that wasn't the goal of his. Like, call. like she disturbed him. Yeah, he was like, him. I would, I would have drank more, but I had to diddle the wife real quick. Yeah. <laughs> she might have said, like, are you going to turn that off? And he says, no. Nah. And somebody okay. in the chat room mentioned it. it was great how he corrected fucking to screwing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 he didn't well, want to be uncouth. He's a gentleman. Gentleman. Yeah, I was fucking. I mean, giving the high hard one, <laughs> putting her head through the headboard. <laughs> that's, that's, that's gold stuff, JP. That is gold. Thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, here. By the way, <clears throat> all right. Uh, we'll take one more call. Uh, looks like you know, I think they have a Hobbs right on this Orval. It's probably going to be Alonzo. All right, take nope. that one. I'll, I'll just, I'll just take it, Beeb. Okay. Cut it a little bit with his uh, Dortmunder. Caller, you're on the air. Who are we talking to? Uh, calling you for Drunk of the Week. What's your name? <laughs> Rich. Rich. Uh, lucky, de- lucky devil on the forum. All right, Rich. Hey, Pierre. What's your resume? All right, all right. I got a list made out because I'm too drunk to remember it otherwise. All right, pale ale, two Belgian strong goldens. Then went out to a bar, two Southern Tier Unearthly IPA. Did you just uh, two glass, 
<laughs> two glasses of whiskey because they didn't have any beer at the shitty place I ended up at. Two whiskeys. All right. Got to do what you got to do. And then uh, two pale ales when I got back home. Two more Belgian Strong Goldens and another pale ale. And somewhere in the middle, I tripped on my dog and broke my glass. <laughs> oh, man. Better, better than breaking your Is knee. Your dog Take okay? it from me. Did you... Um, <laughs> Did you give anyone the high hard one during that uh, binge? No. Uh... <laughs> What's that? I couldn't hear you. Uh, never mind. No, but I sure felt <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Sounds like you completed triathlon. Sam, shut up! It sounds like he's like an Iron Man, where he's like uh, just after the shooting competition, he has to cross country like, ski to that's, the next that's, one. That's, that's biathlon. I bet he reads or... Men's Health. <laughs> What are you choking on your men's one a day? What? It's good for you. That's your friend. Big right hurtie, now. I take bro. responsibility. Uh, all right, Rich. That's a pretty good resume, man. Yeah. Well, well stated too. It's cool that Rich is too drunk to remember to remember, but he was you know sober enough to remember to write. That's so, true. You know, you, just say you got to plan ahead. You know. Yeah. yeah. For all we know, Rich's uh, Rich's has symbols marked down for his beers, and he just made his mark. Right. <laughs> okay. Two X's. That's pale ale, and an O. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I actually do. I have the stuff I have written on tap. I have uh, a little like mark next to it. I make a little check mark when I grab a beer. Hey? Uh, symbols huh. helps. Can you do any tricks? Yeah, he's doing it right now. He's talking. <laughs> he's breathing. He's hey, still uh, breathing. He's breathing. You got a home brew question for us? Are you a home brewer? Uh, yeah. Uh, What's going on? You have any problems? Yeah, you want to ask us a four of his home brew pale Doc, went, Doc needs a, a, a brewing question. Tasty yeah. likes you. He just wants to talk beer. Yeah, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk a brewing question. Doc's why don't we, ready. Why don't we party conference Alonzo back into this thing? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. you do any loggers? A little three way action. We can hook him up with some friends. Shut. All right, Rich. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I hate Sam. All right. <laughs> Come on. Loco. <laughs> we are so local, loco. We need four loco for Sammy. Be like me. If you want a four loco, go and get an ID. Really? I like Sam's dance. Go to justin.tv slash brewing network. You can watch Sam bust it. Safeway, Bones, and Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing great. This is where to get that shit. Wait, that, that's not part of the song? Oh my god. Kmart? <laughs> it's Circuit <laughs> City, bro. Blue Light Special. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> this is why Bevo never listens to these shows later. Yeah. All right, here's what we have we have four people in line to win themselves some Belgian candy sugar, courtesy oh, of right. Dark Candy Inc. That's good stuff. Don't homeschool your kids. Uh, <laughs> don't have kids. <laughs> Public service announcement we have. If you're going to be an asshole, at least keep the mic close to you, Sam. Yeah, be a, we can hear you. What's that no, no, we'll just put the mic back there. It moves, you know. Then you have to be close. Yeah, I like that. Mm. <laughs> it, it dances, too. Think of it as your wife's face and straddle it. Yeah. Can we petition for a microphone usage for homeschool classes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We didn't have the it technology yeah. or the budget. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made some joke last night about the homecoming dance, and Sam's like, we had homecoming at my house every night. <laughs> <laughs> His sister was I there. was homeschooled. I was the best dancer. <laughs> I was always the king. I won every year. <laughs> he has a good point, though. Huh? 
Yeah, never a loser there. All right. <laughs> I know you guys. No, no, people lost. People lost. Did you guys decorate the living loser. room? Your dad doesn't count. Sam, were you ever hot for teacher? Uh, there were times when I was lonely. Mom was looking pretty good. Sam, stop talking. <laughs> also, okay. Sam. Also, homecoming was where most of us, uh, you know, figured out how to stick our fingers different yeah, places. Yeah, first timers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everybody, stop talking. <laughs> I learned how to use a condom. <laughs> How, how did your dog feel about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I have a serious uh, question. I have a serious question. Uh, usually right around junior high, we had to go through sex ed. Like, there was a class for sex ed. Is there a home a homeschooled version of sex ed? We, we, we went through a book. It's called Everybody Poops. <laughs> was it a pop-up book? No, I, it's no, not sex ed. Now, Ed... Now, were you homeschooled in no, Germany? Sam, because a serious question. <laughs> Sam, I really... Did you guys cover sex ed? There are pictures of of dogs with penises. No, there were dogs. Oh, <laughs> Sammy, answer and the question. Seriously, did I want to know. Did you have sex ed in homeschool? Yeah. Not really. What do you mean by not really? Which <laughs> means I, that I in had, some form I had you sex did. sex ed when I was like nine. Like my mom was like, hey. Nine? She had Here's a book, book. read it. Yeah. She's like, here, this is how babies are made. Puppets. Yeah, there, it was. It was actually one of those pop-out books where it's like I taught him everything he like, knows. Touch things. He got to fondle his sister's dolls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did she explain that? What do you mini, get in the bathtub? Mini, mini Did she tell you about that? <laughs> Minnie Mouse with a vagina. All right. All right. My favorite part about Sam is that his humor was school board humor. School we didn't board. have the budget. <laughs> that was his big joke from five minutes ago. Yeah. And it just still sticks with me. That's funny. That's real comedy, <laughs> my friend. Because I could relate to that. <laughs> All right. Remember Alonzo? We had uh, him. He was our first Drunk of the Week contestant. Good morning. Um, He had uh, 14 pints. He had a 12-pack and then two pints is what he called us back about. Yeah. Uh, The third or fourth time, yeah. JB uh, had 8, 9, 10, 15 uh, beers. Actually, 14 beers and a four loco. Oh, so that's like 29,000. Yeah, and he has a good rap. He's slurring yeah. pretty good. He's a little background song. Pythoner uh, had a bunch of beers. I wasn't exactly sure of the list, but he did take a break to diddle his wife while listening to the show. Yeah, and so listening to the show. Uh, while listening uh, to the show. This is a tough list. And finally, Rich called in. He had thirteen. I uh, know. Sorry, eight beers. I counted and two whiskeys. And broke his glass. And oh, yeah, fell and broke. Fell and broke his glass. Um. This one is not an easy one. Usually there's a clear winner. Oh, sweet Jesus. Well, you guys want to talk to Alonzo? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Do not. I'm yes. not answering Do not. Put him on call. In a gotta David. Yes. Hey, Alonzo, what's happening, man? Oh, my. Really? Well, let's hear it. Am I disappointing you by calling back? Yes. Actually, no. no. <laughs> well, you know Alonzo? what? You're going to get a bunch of shit. So, yeah. Alonzo morning. What do you got for us, Alonzo? Have you had any beers? I just want to say fuck have you had any beers since uh, we talked to you last? Well, yeah, I had a couple of pints, but uh, okay, hold on. The pint that uh, so I hung up because you got suck balls, but the pint that I had before I hung offensive. up. It's okay. It's true. I, I've, I've, I've had uh, the, the pints that I had. There are three of them. Alonzo, what's up, dude? What's going on? Oh. What else, Alonzo? Yeah. Tell us in rap. Yeah. All right. 
I'm not going to drink that shit because I don't want cancer. Fuck you guys. I'm not dying for the BN. <laughs> I actually love pussy. cancer. <laughs> you probably already have cancer in your system. No wonder you don't have any friends. You're a pussy, Alonzo. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pussy for not fucking dying for you assholes. But the, uh, the three kinds of bad words. Yeah. I would take a bullet for you, Justin. Humans no queer. Yeah, not in the chest though. Real friends would. <laughs> like in the in the arm, in the butt. They they call it the army. What do you think people do for the army? Live the bullet stoppers. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, okay, it's an army of fucking nerd hosts. That's 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 a real army. All right. Hey. What? Uh, Be nice. Oh. I can't imagine why you don't have any friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prince would die for us. He would, over and over again. He's Pussy. purple. I would die for Prince. You could. I can help you with that. Oh, yeah. I bet you would. He came to me in a dream and said, chill somewhere. You know what happens when you play Prince? Pythoner gets a second win and goes back and starts <laughs> diddling his wife to it. That's what happens. Yeah. You no. can't not diddle somebody when Prince comes on. Come here, Sam. No, it's up to his wife. <laughs> Straddle my face, Sam. When Prince is on, it's called finger blasting, not diddling. Oh, okay. Good point. Anything Jake else, Alonzo? Tonka. <laughs> hey, I love Prince and Michael Jackson, dude. Cures of uh, whatever. Maybe all. we should have a contest. Get Alonzo a friend. <laughs> How about get Alonzo off the air? Give him a life. How about he's our next uh, handcuff victim? Oh, you have to be handcuffed to Alonzo at BNA. Oh, God. Like San Diego? Yeah. I just want to handcuff JP and Bevo to him. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. I think I'll be sick of it. I had a pleasure being handcuffed to Blobber. Blobber. He was delightful. Yeah, this I man is Can't retarded. say that. No. What, do you, what do you think about our idea, Alonzo? Alonzo could be delightful, too. You never know. He's, he's missing a chromosome. He has to be. He's Mexican. Going to be a big deal? Sam. Alonzo? What do you, what? Think, what do you think about our ideas? Uh, I don't know. I, I was hard. I, I was having a hard time following. I'm sorry. You fuckers are so weird. I'm I was just having a hard time following. We're weird. Got to uh, figure it out. That's Alonzo good. just called us weird. We're in trouble. <sighs> oh. I don't know the words at all. Yeah. It's not like he's going to break down any second. It's okay. He's a such a douche. if you want me to, you. such a douche. What do think? Hey. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Oh, hey, I, oh. I missed Whoa. the... Uh, oh, holy shit, I'm still in the air. Hello? I the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Hello? I'm, I'm pretty shocked, too. Kmart. Uh, this is amazing. Oh, holy shit, I'm still in here. Where the fuck did the prince come from? I missed the last half hour. Did you just wake up? <laughs> All right, thank, thank you for the call, Alonzo. No and uh, we're now going to start our judging for Drunk of the Week. Would you like to stay on the line for that? No! Alonzo, <laughs> <laughs> your, your voice got a little more manly. Would, would you like to plead your case uh, for why we should choose you for Drunk of the Week? Hello? If it pleases no, the court. I, no, no, I wouldn't because I'll just go for it next week. Fuck you guys. Okay. Are you withdrawing? <laughs> All right, well, I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank my you, Alonzo. Gag. I'm that good. Okay. I don't know why you guys are so, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I didn't put this mic in front of my face. I don't you know why you guys are hating on Alonzo like that. I think he's great. I'll give him, I'll, I'll give him your fucking cell phone number. 
Don't threaten me, JP. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah? Well, I will call him for you. <laughs> so that's a, a recall from whoever our last drunk of the week from Georgia was. Uh, the Python guy. Yeah. Pipe bomb. Pythoner. Come on. Thanks. <sighs> Hello? Oh, you got your face buried. Shh. We're, we're supposed to listen. Pythoner, you there, man? Call her. Call Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Wait, I think I got him back. Yeah? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh there he is. Get him. He is calling. All right. He wins. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Pythoner, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? What's happening? Oh, uh, what's up with you? Any new, new developments? What up with that? <laughs> yeah, they come up. <laughs> yeah. What do we need to know? Any new developments? I've drank two more um, oh. beers so far. <laughs> All right, that brings your total up to forty-three. Forty-three. That's yeah. a lot. And I that's, that is a lot. You had forty-eight last time. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> You're I such as alcohol. Lost beers. And what? I have two more beers in my fridge. I think I'm going to drink them. Okay. Same time. <laughs> Good idea. We'll give, you, I mean, we'll give you 45 then. I got these beers. I'm going to drink them. They're cold. <laughs> uh, should I? First this yeah. one, then the other one. They made out of beer. <laughs> They're made out of beer. Sam! <laughs> Damn it. All right, Python. Thanks, man. I got to go. We got to get out of here. Thanks for the update. Yeah. All right. So we had Alonzo. We had JB, the rapper. We had Pythoner. And we had Rich at the end. Uh, I will now go down the list. Uh, Crew, you'll need to raise your hand and cast your vote. Uh, (laughs) I didn't read any names yet, Sam and Doc. Okay. I vote for myself. See what happens? You get dumb. You get stupider. -er, I vote for Doc. Even by sitting next to Sam. (laughs) You just turned a doctor into a... (laughs) I'm just saying if Sam has any... I turned into a doctor. Doctor. Seeing if Sam has any city planning jokes he wants to break out. (laughs) City zoning jokes. Sidewalks. (sighs) Sam! (laughs) I think it's a good suggestion. Who, Alonzo or Sam? Alonzo. Bevo says she's going to cover Alonzo in blood and send him surfing with me. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Raise your hand if Alonzo is our drunk of the week this week. He's our douche of the week. I don't like that name. Two fingers up. I'm going to give my vote for Alonzo. I got a poor kid. He's going to shoot himself tonight. Good. He should. He'll probably <laughs> he'll, miss. He'll be back next week. If he wins, he, will, he won't come. We want him back. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not Keep voting for him. I want him to come back, back stronger same next with, week. Same with my second place he's finisher. Radio we won't win him back if he's dead. <laughs> He'll probably he'll probably talk himself out of it. He'll bore himself with his own stupid <laughs> stories. He'll put he'll himself be, he'll to be, sleep. He'll be writing his own stupid suicide note and bore himself to death. I need to get more paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's great stuff, JP. Raise your hand if uh, JB, the rapper, is your drunk of the week. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's tough, but... Oh, yeah. It's unanimous. All right, raise your hand if Pythoner is your uh, drunk of the week. <laughs> okay. And finally, there was Rich. Any votes for, for Sam? You can't vote, can't vote twice. Only Bevo is allowed to vote twice. Sam can vote as many times as he wants. They just don't count. <laughs> All right, our winner oh, today <laughs> is Al... Oh! Psych. JB the Rapper, drunk of the week. Uh, yeah, yeah, five votes out of the room. Well deserved. Nice work. Uh, Pythoner, you were a close second. Uh, 
I would. I was going to vote for Python, but I wanted to come back next week with the diddling. With diddly, diddly, putting the whole deal together, right? Uh, yeah. With the, uh, the headboard the whole, banging. Yeah, the headboard yeah. banging. Maybe we can find out why they call him Pythoner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. He does. Python her. Interesting name. Can we play his rap <clears throat> as our outro? Yeah, why not, man? I don't see why not. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. I like that. I, That's she, a really good point. Hey, the, hey, no, thank you. I can't tell you why not, so I guess we should. All right. Uh, courtesy of Dark Candy Inc., JB, you just won yourself some Belgian candy sugar. Send me an email, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com, and we will send you over some Belgian candy sugar. It's great stuff. Everybody here in the studio uses it. Doc loves it. Yep. And uh, I know Tasty's used it. All the it's, time. Uh, even, even JP likes it, and he doesn't I've like anything. It a lot. I, I fucking hate I a lot of it. I see 21 A's using it in their, in their beer. They're making it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. No, it's good stuff. All right, so uh, congratulations to JB. A, a really strong showing tonight. And uh, really, every Drunk of the Week contestant was good tonight. We haven't had a good competition in a while. and uh, That works. Yeah, that was good. All right, next week, uh, it's a White Lab show, but we're actually talking to the women of White Labs. It's a beer for boobs show. They've got uh, a donation thing happening. We're going to have Nava Parker in the studio, and uh, you may have heard her on other, like, Lunch Meet or something like that. She was on Lunch Meet once. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we're having the ladies of White Labs in the studio. The lady? I don't think Ashley's coming, though. Better be hot. They're all hot. <laughs> Sam. What, what? I didn't I'll tell you what. Doc said that. Uh, yeah. Neva is really smart and she's knowledgeable. She'd be great. And hot. Yes. They're all hot. All the ladies in yeah. White Labs are hot. That's for sure. Especially that Mike the White. Yeast Especially coming. that Mike White. The ass on that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I give oh, the ladies a tour? Amazing. No, Schumann, no, you, you cannot give the ladies no, the tour. No. What? Can I no. help Schumann give the ladies no, the tour? No, Sam. Maybe Schumann should give Sam, Sam the you could tour. be the usher. Assistant tour guide. <laughs> the usher. <laughs> usher on the tour. <laughs> you hold the video camera. Right this way. He just called you a jizz mopper, Sammy. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Gotta it's, start somewhere. It's yeah. for a friend. It's better than the job he has now. <laughs> Does that mean I'm off the I hook if you give the tour? <clears throat> you can watch. I'll give you a night off. Sweet. <laughs> Go for it, baby. All right, so tune in next yeah. week where we have the Women of White Labs on the program. It's going to be a good show. Neva does know a whole lot about yeast, so yeah. get oh, yeah. your yeast questions ready. We won't just oh, be screwing around the whole gross. time, and there will be no tours, Schumann. Shut up, Sam. Respect <laughs> the ladies of White Labs. Get some respect. Oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> R-E-S-P-T. Crap. Gotta get some respect to me. L-M-N-O-P. All right, we will leave you with the rap song that's sweeping the nation. He titled it BN Rap, and uh, this is from our Drunk of the Week winner, JB. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Take two, bitches. Check it. So yeah, total loop. Never done this shit before. Totally psyched when that brewing kit arrived at my door. Made up my first batch, but I was fucking disgusted. Overcooked my specialty grain, so the holes were all busted. To learn from my mistakes, my brain I had to educate. Found the brewing network. It was like my beer soulmate. Dropping knowledge, talking shit that was way over my head. But I pressed on remembering every word that was said. They got sick interviews with cats like Chris White. Never learned so much about yeast in my goddamn life. Now capping all these bottles is a pain in my ass. But when the judges take a sip, they think, Cut grass. That's right, motherfucker, cause my hops are cascade. Willamette and Navy Fuggle, it's a bit of
this parade But don't forget about the malt, you know that six row barley When I make my Roush beer, you know I smoke them like Molly That's right bitches, getting it nice and roasted When my friends have a few, they get nice and toasted But I'm boasting, cut the shit, give credit where it's due That's right, BN Army, I'm talking about you Bringing the inspiration, motivation, determination Hot damn, it's enough to spawn a BN Nation So keep doing what you're doing, don't ever fucking stop When it comes to brew casting, y'all got that shit on lock But one thing, I must be saying to really speak my peace can't leave without relaying suck it jp